Hello, welcome to the three-hour instalment of Entropy. We'll start things off with a round of soul sentences, and I'll just get into the sentences immediately. The sentence that Lewis has to say today is, love can do diabolical things to a man. The reason I've given him this, just to see if he can manufacture some sort of story, if the others choose to question him about that statement. Next, we'll do Sam. He just has to say, I woke up last night with the worst tummy rumbles. Just something weird for him to try to say, try and slip into conversation. Then for Gaz, he has to say, Fountains of Wayne are an underrated band. Fountains of Wayne are best known for singing the song Stacey's Mum, and that will be a topic that we'll get elaborated on later. Enjoy the episode. All right. <laughs> So everyone's just reading their sentences now, so I'll do the first bit of talking then. <laughs> Thanks, Saul. Yeah, we're all just reading, yes. Um, Saul's sentences, episode number 20. Yeah. We are, you will have known from the Instagram that, if you follow the Instagram, <laughs> three-hour episode today, episode 20 special. <laughs> I no mean, one, we're really putting yeah. the pressure on ourselves to actually <laughs> execute a three-hour episode by saying it at the start, aren't Yeah, we? yeah. Just go for as long as we can. True. Good point. It's going to last as long as we can. But um, so I don't know what I'm doing. Um, 99.3% of podcasts never make it to the 20th episode, so Ooh. if this is out, we're technically in the top 1%, guys. So Congrats. Three-hour special. Fuck yeah. We've officially made it. Call your parents. Um, Even though there's like literally no one stopping us from making this. Yeah, exactly. Good That's point. That's probably the difference. <laughs> oh, well, a win is a win. And so, yes, episode number 20. So first first um, section of this podcast is going to be the Saul's Sentences segment. As we do every four episodes. Um, yeah, so I'll call it the 50-minute mark, as I usually do. The oh. fifth installment of Saul's Sentences. Yes. Fifth, insane. Yep. Yeah, true. Yeah. Fifth, true. Five true. times four and, and is so far, it's, it, That's true. It's pretty much all of you tie because there was no real winner last time. Yeah, I would say that I won, but it's it's one, one, mm. one, really. Mm. And, and I would say that I'm on two, but you guys would disagree. So, yeah, yes, yeah, so I would, and that's the opinion that matters. <laughs> so, Saul, did you want to? Um, oh, I guess we can talk about our weeks. We'll start that off. We'll do that. That'll be good. Yep, <laughs> we can. Did you want to start, Sam? Yeah. Um. So... What did you do this week? I, yeah, I went swimming. Really? Yeah, and... Yeah, that was. I, like, there's... <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, what, in the sea? Or in a pool? Uh, no, in a pool. Okay. Well, we played... Oh, I see. We yep. played this game, and... Was it Marco Polo? Well, you know, so you know <laughs> when <laughs> you jump in the pool, and, like, there's those kids that... Jump their nose when they jump in the pool. Sorry, repeat that. You know though. So you know, were you one of those kids when you jump in the pool? You know how you get water up your nose sometimes. Occasionally, yes. Yeah, I've seen that on social media. I've never witnessed one in real life. Yeah. Um. Would you? Yeah. Did you? Would you ever? Would you ever hold your nose when you jumped in? Because I was one of those kids that would hold my nose. Yeah, you definitely look like one of those kids that would hold their nose when they jump in the pool. Um. No, I just sort of let it just be what it be. I guess. I definitely never did. Sometimes when I was like upside down in the water deliberately, like if I was doing like a, you know how you do like somersaults in the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did that. it then as I'd well. hold my nose then because like every time I was upside down in the water, I'd have problems. Yeah. But then I just realized you just exhale and you don't have any issues. Exactly, mm. exactly. That's when you do like tumble turns when you're doing laps of a pool. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You just yeah. exhale through your nose 
and yeah. there's no problem. But I certainly never did it when yeah. I was jumping into a pool to avoid yeah. looking like a geezer. A geezer, which yeah. is exactly what I'm imagining you looking like. Sam also strikes the sort of person that had to wear earplugs when he swam. Uh, I did, like, <laughs> a certain point. That's not because I was a geese, though, mainly because I just had really sensitive ears. That's why they all wear it. They don't wear it for looks. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, when I was, like, like eight, we went to, um... We travelled to Australia oh, to go wow. to those So many trips to Australia. Yeah. And oh. in Queensland, they have these really good theme parks. In Queensland, America. Yes. And um, <laughs> I... The viewers don't know this. You guys can probably imagine why. But I've got quite um, sensitive ears. They're very bad at draining fluid mm. um, out of Fair them. Enough, so man. when we spent like a week at these theme parks, and one of them's like a water park, and... Wet and wild, isn't it? Wet and wild, yes. Mm, shout out. Um, wet and wild. Um, <laughs> and yeah, all the whole way home because we 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 drove to the airport and then drove home, which was a long trip um, across the water. Yeah, and mm. the whole way home, I was I had the worst, still to this day, probably the worst pain I've ever experienced. Um, like well, that I remember experiencing. Because I got hit by a tram, but I don't remember it, so pro- that was probably worse. But like this ear infection is that it would keep me up like all night because I was in so much pain. Mm. And it's how because old were you? I was like eight or nine, and so for like literal like like that probably maybe for a fortnight after said trip, I had like the worst like ear aches imaginable, and I didn't. I slept for maybe two hours a night max because I was just in so much pain, and. Like, that sucks, bro. Um, and so, like, whenever, like, there was an occasion where we'd be swimming a lot, I would, like, try to wear earplugs because I didn't... That shit was annoying. But then uh, around, call, Saul. around 13, 14, I stopped wearing them and I never experienced the same thing again. So that was good. Like, to that extent, like, I've had earaches, but just nowhere near as bad as... I feel like when you're a little kid, you're just going Thank crazy going here. Mm. Um, I've definitely gotten earaches from, like, swimming and stuff before, though. Yeah. But it's like a prolonged expi- like um, exposure to like water yeah. over like the course of a day, and like it's obviously well not obviously but normally it's warm outside when you're in the water, and if you're not drinking any water yourself, you're dehydrated and then you just like start getting headaches and earaches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. also the kind of geezer that wore goggles. I'm just imagining myself. As yeah, like a but everyone, That's everyone pretty common. for a bit. Yeah. but I like why is that? Like, can we bring that back? Goggles. I want to be a 20-year-old that wears goggles in a pool because that shit slaps. I like, literally did that earlier this year. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, when he did his one-kilometre swim. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Do a lot well, of people... Yeah. It's socially acceptable. It, when, when, you're swimming, swimming, people do. when you're like actually doing laps, it's very acceptable. Fair enough. Especially well, like in the chlorinated pool water. True. Not if you're just fucking <laughs> around in swim. a pool. <laughs> That's what I, want. I just want to be like... My favourite thing to do was to like lay down on my back like at the bottom of the pool and just be looking up at like just the water and it was yeah. just a good vibe well you can do that no no I'm... one's stopping <laughs> you man the social stigma will get to me too much no more. it won't I promise you um, hey, there's a bit of a social stigma around laying at the bottom of the pool mm. yeah probably <laughs> maybe, maybe. not a child anymore mate lurking at the bottom of the pool mm, mm. yeah lurking yeah Pretty sus. So that was your week. You just swam no, that the whole was... week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess no. Um, yeah. I oh, you back? Uni's back for me now. Yeah. So I was on break, and now I'm back. It's good to be back. Good to see the um, the um, fellow uni students that I all your friends. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, the cohort's becoming a bit smaller now, like a bit more confined, so that's Thank a leap because you're hanging out with the same people, which is good. Oh, most is that of the elite part? More <laughs> the elite part. We don't have to hang out with less. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, mate. Shout out. I just don't think engineering cohorts are much better than performing arts cohorts. No. no they're definitely they're opposite. Not. They're pretty exactly. wife-ful. Wife-ful. I don't yeah. have many friends at uni. No, and I'm never going to claim that I have. Very few. I don't have many at you all. You can still find. I mean, like, diamonds in the rough is always the case. That's not the same. Didn't we already discuss yeah, that? Yeah, we've discussed diamonds in the rough. I think you and I have a flawed view on what that actually means. Diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Can you explain it means, diamonds in the rough to us again? Well, it just means someone of... Exte- like of brutal exterior or like yeah, of rough so exterior. There is yeah, a lot I of just... diamonds in the rough in engineering. Companies. Yeah, I thought it was like this thing was more similar to needle in a haystack. Yeah, yeah so needle in a haystack. Needle in a haystack. Diamond, like, diamond, in a, diamond in the rough, though, still to me makes just sense in my head. Yeah. Like you've got a rough area and then you see a diamond. Well, that's what's meant to mean. It's like you're rough exterior, so you're like. Like, I'd describe Gaz as a diamond in the rough. Rough exterior, just Thanks, a mate. gentle, <laughs> bit of a BFG. kind soul. <laughs> That's me. BFG. I'd say my dad's a bit of a oh, yeah, diamond in the rough as well. What, like, what do you mean by BFG? I definitely get some pretty... Big friendly giant. Haven't uh, read the that The Roald book? Yes. I definitely get some odd looks occasionally, like on buses and stuff. People will walk away from me. And I'm just like, I'm not a bad person. <laughs> like, I don't think I look that. Anyway, it's not, not important. Anyways. So, yeah. So, I guess that's my week. Yeah. You're up. My week, uh, look, not much has happened, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's just pretty standard week. I don't want to take up any of any of our time talking about study, because that's really what I've been doing, so... Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. well, you've been doing something else, but I don't know if you'd want to share it with the... Have I? Listeners, yeah. You can say it, and we can cut it out. Building some shit. Oh, true, true, yeah, true. Why? You literally could have just said it. <laughs> Where is it? Everyone's fucking gone. Yeah, yeah, I've been building Lego. Um, Crazy. I feel yeah. like some pauses are good, you know, like build a bit of suspense. He's like, yeah, you can say it, but we can cut it out. Now, if we don't cut it out, it's like, oh, what's he going to say? Exactly. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Let's um, move on. Yeah, Lego. I've been building Lego online, um, digital designer, uh, and then I'm going to sell the instructions to whatever I make. Mm. Um, which I've done before and I've made some money. He's so making bank. Making bank. Just selling, like, digital instructions. Selling your body. Which is insane. Mm. Yeah, which is crazy that there's a market for that, but, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Passive income. It's definitely worth bringing up as part of your week, I feel. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Blatant advertising. It is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plug it. Trying to plug the website or whatever? Or yeah, little... check out Rebrickable. I think it's... Uh, Lamb brick designs. Um, yeah, have a look. Trying to work an erection into the head. It's not working anyway. Andrew Pree now sponsored by Lewis's Lego. <laughs> 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 we're going to have an enterprise just in all okay. these random like avenues. Like We're going to sell couches. I'm going to sell Lego instructions. <laughs> we're going to have to offload a trampoline by the end of the year. Yeah, true. Score couches for free and then sell them. Yep. Mm. No, um, sell for free and charge for delivery. Such a great call, actually. True. We have to, I mean... Yeah. That'd be the one element people would pay for these yeah, days. Yeah, that's... Well, with our furniture. These days. That's true. Our furniture's pretty good. It well, is. I mean, we didn't pay for it. No. Yeah, I agree, but I still think you can <laughs> sell it for a little bit of money. Everyone thinks they can. Mm. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> your week's all? Um, just don't again. 
started running again for the first time in several months due to right. unfortunate circumstances. Oh yeah, very wholesome moment. I was on the way walking to the station yesterday mm. to uni. And I just see Saul halfway through his run. I'm just like, oh, wholesome vibes. I love this. And I thought, sorry, just to cut off your story for like two seconds. I've only ever six, walked past you on a run once mm. and Saul on a run once, which means technically, through my eyes, you guys run the exact same amount. I've run Interesting. past both Saul and Lewis, but never you. As well, as like you've been running while they've been walking. Or? Have I? Well, I've run. You've past run past you. me. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely run past you. Yeah, and I ran yeah, past, past you past the other day, mm. a couple of weeks ago. I've never run past you before. What about the time um, you were in a car and I was at the traffic lights, and you were getting dropped off home, and then you were like, "Oh, that's my housemate." Oh uh, yeah, I guess that counts. True. Too. So double. I doubled the amount. <laughs> oh, man, really needed to hold on to that. So. <laughs> that's all. That was really it. Started uh, running again. Good. Uh, my carbs are burning at the moment, mm. Mm. despite yeah. Yeah, honest, not really running that fast, or far, rather. I was oh. absolutely flying. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just zooming for 800 metres. Yes, that's about it. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I left my, uh, I'm pretty sure I left my week last week on the fact that I was playing a basketball grand final. Which I won, which was good. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the second basketball grand final I've won and mentioned on the podcast as well, which is quite <laughs> nice. We went back to back. Two so for two. That uh, shows a bit of longevity in the podcast, which we love. Definitely. definitely. Um, I got some ink, which has kind of made me a little bit um, immobile because I'm not supposed to sweat. Mm. So I've been pretty lazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else have I I've been doing? Anything? Probably not. I had something else, but I can't remember what it was. Rocket League. Yeah, I've been I've been grinding Rocket League. <laughs> um, that shit's fun. Get yeah. around it. Yeah. But no, apart from that, yeah, just fucking chilling out. I guess. Haven't really done too much. Done a bit of study. I had a pretty big assignment due last week, so got that done. Yeah, that's probably about it, really. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. <clears throat> Fair enough. What? I, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Saul, did you have a topic? I do. Um, say less. One Hit Wonders. This is going to be a bit of a music-themed Ooh. episode, or at I least see, part of the episode. Because I've always found One Hit Wonders kind of fascinating. Fair enough. Why, like, that was the only song that allowed them to get big, while there was no real potential cult following that came after the release of that one song. As in, you're expecting to happen, like, someone releases a banger, and then yep. all of a sudden they have a following. Yeah, like, to a point where if they release a new song, there's, a like, still a huge rush of people that will go and listen to said song, because mm. they're like, oh, well, old mate dished up. This absolute banger. The, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see what I can do next, but yeah. Yeah. for whatever reason... It they is, weren't able to, and I find that fascinating. fucking wild concept, to be fair. Yeah, it is. Because I've also, I think I've touched this point to all of you, um, when it comes to famous musicians, directors, etc., that because they are so far, I call this the Ed Sheeran effect, I feel like if Ed Sheeran was to release a new song right now, mm. actually, no, Taylor Swift would be a better one. Yeah. If Taylor Swift was to release a song right now, it would 
blow up immediately. Wait, so you're renaming it the Taylor Swift effect? I am, because I think Taylor Swift has a much bigger following than Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I agree. I said, Especially I, right now. That was, I've, I've thought about this for a while. This was my 2018 bias, because I felt like Ed Sheeran was always at the top of the chart for whatever song he'd just released. Fair. Yeah, to be fair, 2018, correct me if I'm wrong, was that when he came to Australia? Um, I mean, America? Might have come to Australia as well then. Um, I can't remember. He was doing a world tour, yeah. Probably. But it was like when he was releasing all the maths symbols on his album Same. signs. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. He's, he's finally but out of that, though. Did you see that? All of his albums. No, I don't really like Ed Sheeran. I, just, <laughs> I was just forced to listen to him so much. And that was what was <coughs> my point as well. Yeah. He was forced... Because it was like forced onto the public so much. He would have got that much greater of, of a following. Yeah. So your point with Taylor Swift is that... If she was to release a song right now, it would... Top the charts immediately. We would all have probably li- heard it. Yeah. But um, the thing is, it may not be that great of a song. Yeah. Coming yeah. from my completely biased opinion. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I don't disagree um, to some extent. I think I'd like to look at the statistics around like one hit wonders and then like their next song they release. Like, would that still have more listens than their like average mm. songs? But probably. But still, since it probably won't be a banger, hence the name One Hit Wonder, like, I don't know, it's just like, I just look to look, like to look at that graph. Do you know, am I... Yeah, yeah. well, what, yeah. one thing that comes to mind when you say that, think of, um, like, Psy, Gangnam Style, right? Which was yeah, huge. Mm. And then his next song, which I can't remember exactly... Gentleman. Which, Gentleman, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that had a, a fair bit of... Um, clout. Clout, but like... Not on the same but scale. But nowhere near the same scale, but it had a yeah. fair bit. And I reckon it was obviously because of Gangnam Style. But aside from those two songs, I don't know any other Psy songs. Yeah, yeah, true. At all. I think I know one other with Future or something that he does. I don't know. But like, <laughs> apart from that, like, don't know anything else. So obviously, Gentleman, is that what it's called? Yeah. Has to have a bit more... I heard a bit because I'm a... Played on um, Just Dance a few times. <laughs> I think it was on Just Dance 4 or the next version. Yeah. But, like, my point being, Gangnam Style was insanely huge. Yeah. And then Gentleman was well-known. Yeah. But, like, name me another Psy song. Yeah. That's a fair point. No, do I have Spotify here? No, I'm, I'm not looking look at, at it. it. No, no, because I've got, like, um, more one-hit wonders because <laughs> there's certainly many that I wouldn't have thought of. Thought yeah. of. Like Somebody for example that, that I used to know, but yeah, not, yeah, that's the first one that pops into my head. Yeah, I thought someone was going to say the joke, but oh. I, I won't say it. What's um, the joke? Now it's just someone that we used to know. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> you fucking your eyes are dying. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't want to say it, but none of you guys were thinking oh, of it. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, it had to be said. Just somebody that we used to know. Damn. Now it's clearly trying to tear up a sentence or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like. What's he doing that for? Yeah. Like, for example, who sings Teenage Dirtbag? Uh, uh, Weedus. Good one. Because I, would, I wouldn't have guessed that unless I looked at it here. Yeah. That's fucked. What's another good one I'm looking at right now? Oh, yeah. Who sings Tainted Love? I don't even know that song. Uh, you 100% know the song. You do, you do. It's a go. Sing it for me. Sometimes I feel yeah. I've oh. got to <laughs> run away. <laughs> got to get copyrighted now on the podcast. Um, that was beautiful. If you say, the band, if you say them, I'll know. Do I'm not even sure if you would. Soft Cell. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
I've just seen yeah, the name. You're a bit of a geezer with your the... music taste, to be fair. Yeah. How just... is that being a geezer? That's a popular song. I just don't know it either because. No, I'm just saying it's got nothing to do with like. I probably know a lot of songs that you guys don't know. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, Wait, well, we know. You didn't even know fucking Juice World, bro. No, I don't. So, there was yeah. like an event. Maybe was it like a 21st or something? It just I feel like just me and you were going, or we were just yeah. the only two people in the house, maybe. And we were like listening to music, and you're like, "Can I cue a few songs?" And they're all just. Shit! <laughs> they're all like they're all. I hated them all. Which ones? I don't know. They like old. I don't know. Do you remember the event I'm talking about? Maybe no. it was like a twenty first or something. What event? Was and we were all listening. Uh, we were both listening to music and getting ready. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, That's "Can I right. cue a few songs?" And you cued like, I don't know. The sound of silence was one of them. I'm pretty sure. No, I don't, definitely did not cue that song. <laughs> okay. You're thinking of someone else. No, I'm thinking of you. It was I definitely just didn't, I didn't cue that at all. Was it? Yeah, I may have been like some of my. I don't know. I listen to a lot of, yeah, road yeah, stuff. Yeah, you listen to slow stuff. Slow? I also listen to, like... Oh, no, it was when we were talking about upbeat music, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking yeah, about, like, I all the songs that. I listen to, you say are upbeat. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a very inside conversation. Sorry, yeah. my bad. No, 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 it's fine. But just another song. Who do you reckon sing... No, song... Wait, I'll rephrase the question. <laughs> what famous song did the Buggles create? <sighs> Walk Like an Egyptian? No, that's someone else. No idea. Mm, don't know. Video killed the radio star. Oh, that's a banger. Yeah. Teenage Dads covered that, like did a locker version of that. Slaps. Who did what about make Toto? Toto? Africa, does he do anything else? Toto's oh, done think, a few things. Toto the line? Yeah, I've heard that one. Like there's, there's a few others. Mm. They didn't make this playlist, so I can only assume they're not a one-hit wonder. What about Toto? Oh, is that a Spotify-made playlist? Yeah. Okay. What about Tub Thumping? Oh, yes. True. Who, who are they? It's like Chumba Boomba. Chumba yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes. I find that song so funny because Tub Thumping is it doesn't, in yeah, the it does not even slightly referenced. Like the album photo is just weird as well. Yeah. You think it's like I don't know something from a kids show, but then no, it's a yeah. unbelievably famous song. Yeah. Yeah, true. Mm. Isn't that kind of the dream, though? I'd just love to just release, like, an absolute banger of a song and then just disappear on the face. Yeah, it'd be cool. But, I mean, you need to release a banger for that to happen. Yeah, that's, a, that's normally how it works. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not uh, I know some music. I'm not just totally an empty... Uh, no, I just think I... Yeah, sorry. Go this one's not a one-hit one. do diabolical things to a man. I'm not I'm not totally an ant. You are a geezer. <laughs> is so... that not his sentence? Oh, is it? It's gotta be. Are you gonna call it? Is it your sentence? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh that's Is it a song? That's no probably idea. a song. I just wanted to make sure. I was, oh, okay. I thought I it was, was a song. so caught off guard. No, I thought it was a song, so I was like, "Well, I obviously don't know it, but if I try and sing it, then they, these guys will think it's a song, oh, that's, or, oh, it's, or it will be a song, and they'll know that I'm doing it ironically." But yeah, wow. I was the other thing I was going to do was tied into another topic that I had, but I, I just thought you. I honestly. <laughs> I honestly might have let that go. Yeah, I was hoping you would. And then I started to think about it a bit more, and I'm like... Because well, it's usually too obvious for, like... Yeah, it's such an obvious thing. I just thought, well, you're a geezer, so you'd know some weird songs. So I'm like, that could definitely... Why? I just can't... Oh. 
Anyways, we'll move on. We'll on on the um, sorry, you go. Oh, like this is like not a one hit wonder, but like every year, um, Mariah Carey just rockets to the top of the charts so because true. of Christmas. Um, one for Christmas yeah. this year. To be honest, I don't know oh, any well, any other one of her songs, but I think she's had several other. I don't think she's a one hit wonder, but. I just always see that song each year at Christmas yeah. at the top of the charts, even though I do not like that song. Yeah. It pains me to look at. Fucking out. annoying, isn't it? Yeah. She got paid like a billion dollars for that song. She'd still be getting paid for it. No, I think I sent someone bought it off her, I swear. You can do that. Didn't someone buy Katy Perry's fucking shit? Or was that ages ago? Am I talking out of my ass? Maybe. I have no idea. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, what if you like, that's an interesting Pretty thought. Pretty someone bought Katy Perry's like... What if you bought the rights to, like, Happy Birthday? And so every time someone sang it, they have to pay you royalties. Well, that, a similar thing kind of happened on YouTube a while back. Um, do you guys remember, like, those, um, like, Teens React and stuff? No. Like, you, you, so, like, on YouTube, the, do you, like, Teens no React? No one watches YouTube, bro. Okay. Well, there was, like, a YouTube channel that was very big. It's still pretty big, but it was really big back in maybe, like, from, like, 2013 to 2017 era. It was, like, huge. One of the biggest YouTube channels um, on YouTube. And basically, the channel was called, like, React. Like, the React channel. And it was, like, teens react. They would either get kids to react to things, teens to react to things. And, like, and then also, like, elders, adults. And then also, like, YouTubers. YouTubers, influencers. Like, they would, like, present them, like, a YouTube video. Like, normally, like, something viral, like, Gangnam Style... Just some, like, random videos and then be like, oh, this is how kids react to this video. And it would be, like, a series of kids watching the video and then discussing it, right? And it was really interesting. Anyways, they became really popular and they tried to trademark the word react on YouTube for a while, which is ridiculous because react is, like, one of the most used words like, in YouTube captions. Yeah. So, oh, like... <laughs> so, so, just say, like, in the English language... <coughs> I think I go several like good days without saying react. But you clarify that right. better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but and but it obviously failed. Like they couldn't um do that. But, yeah, yeah. Like it was it was just a re- like a hilarious thing that they tried to do a while back. Yeah, I mean that's it's like the similar thing is someone trying to trademark Happy Birthday. Yeah, well, I guess there's some songs and 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 like every like word in the English language you can't really trademark. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. Mm. It'd be hard to trademark Happy Birthday specifically because, like, well, like, in, like, I just don't have You can't, you can't. That's like, cops <laughs> just start running in when you're, like, singing Happy Birthday to someone. Yeah. So, what was, like, the reason? I mean, obviously, I knew the reason you could say it, but, like, saying Voldemort in the Harry Potter world was, like, you couldn't say it. Yeah. So, people were. No, like, what was uh, the true. sort of spell that was in place that would make. Would it be, like, Voldemort just the Death Eaters appear? That was in the last couple of books, yeah, yeah. To track down anyone that would... I don't know why I have all this Harry Potter knowledge coming out of my Well, I was hoping now. you would because I haven't read the books. Well, in the last two books, I think the strategy the Death Eaters used and Voldemort used to hunt down people that would challenge him was anyone that spoke his name was obviously brave enough to try and um, take, him take him down. So whenever his name was spoken, there was some spell around um, that which just, it, like... Showed the Death Eaters where they were, and so they could just yeah. tell. And a similar spell was around when he first was at like the top of his power before he tried to kill Harry Potter. Yeah, right. So, uh, so they just like placed this spell on the entire Earth. Yeah, or at least for all yeah. the wizards. Hung There's out. so much weird stuff in Harry Potter that like like mm. kind of 
Like, have you... There's so many, like, loopholes. Like, the more you think about the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, like, why didn't he just... Like, when he wanted to kill Harry Potter as a baby, just, like, throw him off a building. Yep. <laughs> Rather than have to... Have to I was thanks for ruining it, man. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert. Use a gun. I was just thinking more, like, in his final bat- battle with Harry, why didn't he drink, like, uh, the, like... Luck elixir. Luck elixir, exactly. Luck or something. And like why didn't he have a time turner just to go back in time and kill Harry again? Or like, like if there's the, if there's like, because you know, I think mom, me and you are the only people getting these. References. Yeah, true. We should probably just stop. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, the audience. No, I got, audience. I got one from the movies. Yeah. Yeah. But like, well, if, I don't. if Hermione has a time turner, a literal time traveling device, she has it when she's like. Bro, that, the books have been out for like nearly 30 years. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I have to have read them. <laughs> but then it you can't mean that cry really to spoiled. Us. Yes. You can't cry to You it's don't have to have read you, them. You have had sufficient time read. to read the books. Exactly. Do not cry to watch the movies. I still plan on doing it. They were literally like, <laughs> they're one of the most popular book series of all time. Series? Seri- yes, like with an apostrophe after the S. Whatever, dog. Okay, anyways. Yes, of a series. They were one of the most popular of a series. <laughs> That makes sense, does it not? They're one of the most popular serieses. No, just series. Popular book series. They're one of the most popular book series. There's no series. double S. It's not series. It's like an apostrophe. Anyways, you understand what I meant. And they were also one of the most no, popular film franchises. I understand. Of all that. time. So you've had double, like, chance. And it happened during our childhood, too. It's not like, oh, damn, I was too old or too young. Like... Movies for prime time because you don't read clearly. I read. Righto, mate. Occasionally. Great point. I agree. Anyway, yeah. Shut up. Um, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yep. Oh, we talk- oh, yeah. Trademarking words. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trademark. Voldemort was pretty bold, but Voldemort's not like a common word as well, so it's not like I use it pretty frequently. <laughs> <laughs> give me a give me a sentence you use it in. Oh no, there's Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you yeah. always add so much to this podcast, and I just want to thank you for that. But that could have been his sentence, though, Sam. He may have just masterly. There's no way. Thank you, Voldemort. Is he said? <laughs> Did I say thank you, Voldemort? <laughs> you know what? There's no yeah, way. It like... seems to be we're talking about Harry Potter and we're talking about music. Yeah, well, he brought you brought Harry Potter up, though, didn't you? Yeah, uh, did I? No, I don't think gas. Why are you guys trying to gaslight me you, right now? You brought it up. You said Voldemort's name was trademarked. No, no, no. I, oh, that was Saul. Saul. Okay, then. What? Anyway, maybe I knew that's what Sam was going to say and tried to sway the conversation to Harry what, Potter. What the fuck is maybe, going on? Maybe, maybe. Anyway, let's maybe. get back on track. That did remind me of another point um, you mentioned, but when you were berating Gaz. Um, <laughs> Have you ever, like, been a part of some sort of... I was talking to Lewis about this the other week. Like, say, read some book series. You're reading the books at a much faster rate than they were producing, uh, producing them. Mm. Producing them. Yes. Um, so then, by the time, like, you're... They add another book to the series. You're maybe too old to, like, take good interest in the book. Yeah. Exactly. Like their 13th story treehouse or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the... That's that was, one of the that was examples, one of the examples that, that we brought up. kid. Yep. Yep. They just released like the 18th version of that. Did you see that? 18? Wait, surely not 18. Yeah, I don't How know. long was that kid in middle school for? Exactly. That's Jeffrey, exactly Jeffrey what we kissed so like. many notes. <laughs> he had one during a game through his entire first year. Did life just really go know. downhill and break to, up? I'd have to do more research into it, but I swear. Maybe it was just a meme, but I swear like the author just released 
another. Maybe it's just like Spider Man. It's just like restarts every six or seven years. Or maybe Greg's an idiot who can't pass middle school. Yeah. Yeah. You might be knowledgeable in other ways, mate. You're not an idiot if you can't pass middle school necessarily. Yeah, you're right, but I'm not sure how hard it is to pass middle school. <laughs> it's like year seven. I mean, isn't, it like year, it. isn't it year six to nine? Well, so he's, well, he's done, done it before. Now. Middle school. So, yes, no, it's year six to eight, it would be. Like, Wait, five to eight, I think. Uh, in, in, in high school, in America, yes. I mean, we would yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. We do know. So why are we confused? I'm just... I haven't passed middle school yet. I'm still reading the Diver Wimpy Kid books. I'm going at the same pace as Greg Heffley, mate. Fair enough. I graduate when Greg does. Um, I wanted to <laughs> follow on Saul's one hit wonder thing with because we're going the three of us, excluding Lewis, uh, going to be doing some music listing <laughs> uh, festival going, and you are doing you know plenty of it, um, but. I thought an interesting point about um, like music festivals, especially local ones, is like local. It, this festival isn't local, though. So. No, no, no. But like, no. Well, no. <laughs> Continue. Is like bands. Obviously, you have your headline acts, right? Yeah. Mm. But then also the all the bands underneath that that are kind of up and coming slash literally mean nothing to most people yet because they don't have like any popular songs and stuff because I saw on one of the ones that we're going to someone like share like they're doing like applications for to play there because they're not like a big band yet and they need to get like as many like shout outs or something as possible to actually get the opportunity to play Mm. yeah which I find very interesting because like if they just get everyone on their like Instagram to be like, yeah, let's get these guys in and like just more so than other small bands, but they're not actually that good. Then it's like insane because they're just playing at this massive like festival. You know what I mean? And they're not like really that good yet. Mm. What's your point? I'm confused. Well, I just think it's an interesting thing, like smaller bands and stuff. Having to get shout outs to get, the opportunity. No, I just mean like I just mean like smaller level bands playing it like because that'll probably be during like the earlier part of the day because like the headlines normally at the end. Yeah, and it's like because I've never really been to a festival before. I don't really know how it goes. Like how do like people, you know, you go for the end of the festival, but you're there from the beginning. You like, pay for the whole day. Yeah, you're paying for the whole day, obviously. Mm. Yeah, but you're having these mm. potentially like I'm not saying that this particular one that I'm talking about. I doubt that anyone's listening that'll know what I'm saying, but, like, if you do, I'm not talking bad about you. I'm just saying, like, it's interesting that they could potentially be playing in front of a crowd of so many people. Yeah. When, well, they don't really have much of a following whatsoever. No, but I feel like it's, for them, like, they could be in 20 years' time, the next headliner. Yeah, that's insane. That's that's the, like, that's the crazy part. That's the incentive for supporting your local bands and your local, like people that like are doing gigs around the, you know around your local area yeah is because that one day they might be super famous and super popular mm. and so yeah well there's one playing at the festival that we're going to who are they fountains of wayne it's like a I oh yeah it's an underrated band yep i'm looking forward to seeing them play what are, what are they um what songs have they put out like 
They're just like an indie rock type of band. Okay. I may have... Yeah, I think I've heard of them. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing them playing like other low-level bands as well. Yeah. As well as like the headlines we're actually going for. Yeah. I would say that your point in terms of like, obviously, everyone pays for the whole day. It's very evident though, like which bands and which people have like the large following. Because even though yeah. people pay in for the whole day, like not everyone is actually there for the whole day or takes interest in the whole day. Like some people will turn up and then just for the first couple of hours just chill out and just want to be around music. But like... But they're not there in the A couple of examples, like, like, like Saul talked about it, like Taylor Swift, like, well, she wouldn't, she's too big to play at a festival, essentially. But like, um, obviously, yeah. the headliners of festivals, like, uh, or immediately, normally, like, an hour, maybe even and it, two hours before their actual set, the whole, like, mosh pit and everything is completely full. Whereas, like, in preparation for Yeah, it. in preparation because people want to find a good spot so they get there early, all that stuff. Yeah, Whereas, yeah, like, yeah. other it's bands. Like normally, like, general admission yeah. to a normal concert, like, you want to get there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, going to Splendor, like, I had a couple of bands that I really wanted to have a good spot for, but I knew they weren't massive bands. Like, um, so I, like, the, um, like, didn't feel like I needed to get there ages early. So they got there maybe 15, 20 minutes early, still managed to get a pretty good spot. Whereas, like, mm. if there was a headliner and I really wanted a front spot, then I'd, you'd have to get there ages early. And yeah, yeah, yeah. True. True. I suppose that's the thing, especially with, like, a multiple-day festival. If you've got lower-level bands playing, like, people like to be around... Sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. People like to be around... Like, when they're playing, but they're not necessarily, like, in the mosh pit having a great time. Yeah. Mm. It's just, like, nice music. Ambience vibe. Yeah, and if you're just there, like, just hanging out with your friends and stuff as well. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, a bit of a pre-thing pre to, like, the actual yeah. events that you, or, like, yeah. the actual people you want to watch. Yeah. It's nice to just have that live music as a bit of a background noise, I guess. Yeah. The vibe of festivals is also really good as well because of, like, what you just said, right? Like, there are certain people you're diehard fans of. Mm. And like so, for example, like well, teenage dads. I was like, I was a really big fan before the festival. Yeah. So then, for this festival, I really wanted to get a good spot. But oh, someone like, like so, there's a couple of people at Splendor, but also like the festival we're going to. You, who did you just say? Fountains of Youth. Yeah. Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Sorry. Mm. Um. Since you said that, I'll probably and this is what I do for like every festival I go to is you listen to almost every artist that is performing. And then you're like, oh, these guys are, like, good. Like, I'm not in love with them, but they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go check it. them out at the festival. Yeah. And so I'll probably do that now. I'll check them out and, like, be, if they're good, I'll go attend mm. and be, like, an audience member there. And it's not... I'm not a diehard fan. I'm just there you for the vibe off, yeah. with my mates. Yeah. Whereas, like, there are other people where I'm, like, a diehard fan. And you can kind of tell that by the audience reaction as well. You know, when, like, like Post Malone or, like, any, like just um, any famous person, like, is, like... How are we doing tonight? Like, everyone just loses their yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, yeah. like, if there's a lower-level band, they're like, you guys having fun? And, you know, like, the 40 people in the crowd would be like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's still, it's still a good vibe, and yeah. it's still a great community. Probably not quantity. Yeah. Is that, like, <laughs> it's like, they're, they're purely losing their minds, purely because, like, someone like Post Malone has just spoken words. Mm. Whereas, like, mm. this band's just, like, just grateful for, like, the people that have come to their yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Especially because yeah. they're just trying to build up a following. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the that's probably my main point. It's like the contrast between your headline acts at a festival versus literally the lowest 
like level of performers that are there, yeah. which is still obviously good quality. Like they, they could do a lot better job than I could ever do, yeah. Obviously, but like there's still like a huge contrast between people that are there to see the headliners versus people that are like you know the yeah. lower, as I said, the lower level bands that are going to be playing and stuff. To me, I feel like not that I've ever been to a festival and I probably wouldn't go just because it's you know probably not my scene. But I enjoy listening to like those small scene? those small bands. Like when I have gone to like gigs in like the city like I'll there was one time where I went and there's this um there was this guy who just had all of these like weird instruments and he was just like humming into a microphone (laughs) and he had all this like weird psychedelic like um like background uh like projection onto the background like he had like a like a a setup where he had like a tv and stuff and he had this like slideshow, or not slideshow, but just like a film of all of these weird like, like he's obviously his backyard, but with some like psychedelic filter over mm. it. And then he was just like, my, 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 and he was like pressing buttons on a keyboard. It was so crazy. I loved it. It was great. It was Tell great. Your that's the that's the thing that I want to see because I've never seen like I yeah. I don't listen to that normally. Yeah. So like. That's an experience for me, and I was yeah. I was like really interested to see this guy. Obviously, he loves his music, yeah. and um, like, obvi- like it's just interesting to see someone yeah. doing what they love, and it's so different from mm. what you love, and yeah. like that's a pr- like I appreciate that. Yeah. So there's something about like the smaller bands, the smaller yeah. artists that is kind of really like interesting to me. They also I also yeah. find that super interesting because like certain bands, everyone. They um like they take different like priorities, like teenage dads like had like their production value of like the background like they had a background like almost animation thing like their whole set and it was like really dope and it was like for a different one for every song mm. and it was just really interesting and I thought that was awesome mm. and they um and they've obviously invested a lot of time into that whereas like there are other people um. Obviously, headliners are in a league of their own. Like, um, like Lizzo had like a bunch of um, like dancers on stage with her the whole time, and she's Funnily like, enough, um, <laughs> not anymore. Whereas Flume, right, literally just has like a massive, massive like like deck, like two two sets of decks, like to his right, and to his left. So he's like standing in the middle, like audiences, like for the viewer. The audience is standing in front of him. There's no deck in front of him. There's a um, big deck to his right and a big deck to his left. It's weird how he does it so And they're, well, eh? they're all about um, an arm's length away. So, And he turns towards them. But it's, I think it's mainly so he can still like, connect with the audience. And also, a lot of the time, he's got like another artist. Because he's like a DJ, like a producer. And so someone else will come on and sing the song. And so he can still like dance with them, vibe with them, while still doing his stuff. Mm. And that's... And he focused less on, like, production, but, like, lights and, like, producing. Like, his was just all, like, lights. Is production and producing the same thing? It's kind of different, though, because he... No, I would say, like, the production of, like, what... Like, they almost made, like, a film, Teenage Dads. Whereas, like, Flume didn't do a film or anything. Like, there was no background visuals. It was only, like, lights out just to the audience. different ways to supplement your, like, yeah. musical art. Yeah, whereas Monster and Sons, it's purely, like, fully connect. Like, there's nothing. No production, no lights, anything. It's just them performing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just... Um, just find that really interesting it's also tough though you because you want to see like just on the festival concept i think like 
I guess it's different because the one we're going to is a one day one. So you're going to try and smash everything out in one day. Smash. On like a longer one through those four days, you have to like pace yourself. Yeah. Because obviously, I don't know, like you get sick, like yeah, I don't know, you what, like you have a headache, you like wake up with like a snotty nose, your eyes are runny, like you've got tummy rumbles, whatever. And you just like, you just got to pace yourself throughout the whole day or else you'll just die midway through um, like the festival or else like you just won't make it to the end and you won't get to actually see the headlines which mm. is just mm. um which is it's so it's annoying because you want to you want to be able to absorb all the like as in the i agree with you in terms of the fact that like sometimes seeing like teenage dads for me were like the best people at splendor whereas like like yeah and you want to be able to like just witness all like the lower level bands because they might be like the best performance mm. yeah what i find funny um I've been to a few concerts and usually, um, like, say, it's a like a rock band. Usually, like, the guitarists, drummers, they have a lot of energy on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah. the drummers can, like, really get into the way they hit the drums and be theatrical in that sense. But I went to a, a concert last year and there was a keyboard player in the band. Yeah. It's very hard to show energy on stage as a keyboard player. Yeah. You sort of bop around a bit. But that's yeah, you, you look like a... Like a massive geezer when you do it. Yeah. Even if you're like, yeah, you're unbelievably talented at what you do. You've made like very great music, but you just have to sort of awkwardly bop around because you can't leave the keyboard. Yeah. No. It also makes your lo- like life more difficult if you're like yeah. moving around too much. Like uh, it sort of, I think makes like some like eight year old the talent show. Just if they're like playing a piano in front of the school, like like here we're trying to like look look cool. Yeah, true. That's sort of what these people like, even though they have got like so many years on them. But... Yeah, you must you... have some talented eight year olds at your school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just an expression. We didn't we didn't really do talent shows at my front. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of like your keyboard... but you can imagine what I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I'm joking. Like the idea of your keyboard is your hands are locked in. At least with a drummer or a guitarist, you can like move around the yeah. stage if you're a guitarist. Yeah. And with a drummer, you can <laughs> raise your arms up like. And wave your, sticks, wave your sticks around a bit before you hit the drum. Yeah. But with the piano, yeah, you, you're locked in. Your, fi- your fingers have to stay on the keyboard. So. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can only like sort of the one spot on stage as well. Yeah, true. Like you a drummer, but not as, but it's like, it feels yeah. way more. Being in a band captain dialed in. As a viewer, it de- definitely looks like the most fun when like the bands are playing. Because then they can also go off each other's energy. Mm. And you can just tell they're just like having the time of their life and just vibing hard. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got another topic, but we can keep talking about no, this if sorry. you want. Sorry, we talked about this. this is, no, but this is this is a very yeah. Lesson. I'm I'm pretty content with okay. where we went. I think that I just wanted to bring that up because Saul brought up the one hit wonders, and I was just like, well, this is an interesting follow up. Is yeah. like from one hit wonders to the contrast of festival festivals. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, I guess we got a couple more minutes before we call Saul sentences. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this question's a bit left field. What do you reckon of the quote, does absolute power corrupt absolutely? <laughs> Can you clarify that? If you're given, if someone's given absolute authority, does it corrupt them? Absolutely. Like, will, will they be corrupt by the power? Yes. I mean, what does absolute power look like these days, though? It's like when you say, I think back of like some tyrannical king. Yeah. I think probably. I mean, would you say Kim Jong-un has has fucking absolute power? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would. So, 
And what, what was the what, what is it again? Absolute, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, well, that'll probably corrupt absolutely. It'll either corrupt with him getting fucking shot or the whole world blowing up. So, mm. probably. Did you have you? Did you know? Do you guys know about like you two specifically, Saul and Sam? Know about Dennis Rodman's relationship with Kim Jong Un? Oh, did they go to school together? Or didn't he go to school with no, like someone? No, no, oh, I've heard bits of it. I know there oh, is. Oh yes, like, there was some some other person, like uh, like a pretty famous person. He well. went to he went to a university in the states. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And someone, yeah. I'll anyway, that's, I've heard of their relationship. I've never really went into much detail. Well, about I listened it to it on a podcast that you listened to. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've yeah. listened that's to that episode. A yeah. Fucking good episode. I <laughs> definitely recommend listening to it. Have you? Are you familiar with it? I think I've heard so interesting. It's very, very interesting. Dennis Rodman and King John. I don't know how you say his name properly. King. Kim. It's not King. It's Kim. Yeah, I said Kim. I, I thought you said King. The question is with the un. King. Kim. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes. Probably Lewis. Sorry, we got sidetracked. I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, no, the sidetrack is sort of where Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong Un are like buddies. Like they're really good friends. Yeah, yeah. And like they like get on the piss together and shit. Like it's insane. Yeah, I've heard about that. And um, wait, who's this guy? They literally. They, they oh, you're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. It's they Dennis used Rodman. him as like, as like a like for the defense like to literally go and like try and get inside on like Kim Jong-un but he was like well I'm a friend of the United States and I'm also a friend of Kim, Kim Jong-un <laughs> so, like, I'm not actually going to do anything like to like betray him no but I'll go and I'll go and hang out with him like that's basically what it is it's like they're trying to use him to get like you know information information and he just goes and hangs out with Kim Jong-un Crazy. which is fucking wild yeah and yeah Dennis Rodman is probably the coolest person on the planet ever, I would say. He's lived the most wild life. What's his... Like, what has he done? He was a professional... He was, like, in the he, Bulls dynasty. Yeah, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Oh, of course. Right. He, yeah. So he won, like, what, four rings in total, was it? Yeah, I think he, he won, won one two, with the Pistons and three, three with the Bulls. He made, like, an entire career out of just rebounding. He wasn't yeah. a very wasn't very good Probably at like, any other aspect of the game, time. but yeah. he also that was what he was good at, and yeah. yeah. But when he was with the Bulls... Like, arguably one of the greatest teams of all time, he would just disappear for, like, a month to go to Vegas. Yeah. And get, like, blind. And then he also, Mary, like, Carmen married... Electra. Who? Carmen Electra. And then also Madonna. Yeah. Madonna. Madonna? Yeah, he married Madonna. Oh, my gosh. He's also married himself now. He's now married to himself. <laughs> He's really working on himself. <laughs> He's also dyed his hair, like, a million different colours. Yeah. He's just... And he's, like, tatted to the... Bone. One of the weirdest fucking guys, but... What a life, though. He's probably lived the coolest life that I could imagine, yeah. to be honest. And partying with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Imagine the resources that man would have yeah. to party. Yeah, yeah. It'd be the, the <laughs> like, comfortably the coolest parties in the country. <laughs> like... I, I think he's probably the only one in his country that parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. There's a few other... Maybe the upper echelons well, of but society. Just yeah. absolute power. I guess, I feel like it's hard... To not become corrupt when you've got absolute freedom with anything. Like, when you've got yeah. absolutely nowhere else to go but, like, below. As in, if you're, like, absolute power in my eyes is, like, you've got, like, you're at, at the top. 
like everything, absolutely. Like there's no one that can challenge you. I feel like it's very hard to not then become selfish and then in that regard become corrupt eventually. Because mm. like if, you're, if your only like thought process is like, like, I don't know, like if no one can ever do anything to stop what you're doing, then why would you ever do anything that you don't want to do? And then immediately you want, you, it goes from selfishness to corruptness because then you'll just get like, a, it's a spiral. Yeah, yeah. And also if you, yeah, I, I agree. And I think it also if you're that powerful, um, you're less likely to take on board criticism um, and like you'll surround yourself with just like yes men or just yes. people that will agree with you. And, and then you'll sort of end up in this loop where you think you everything every decision you make is the correct one. It's actually a good choice when it's not, and then that's corrupting because it's a, it's a like it's an incorrect view of like worldview really. Ignorance to corruption doesn't like, make you a good person. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you still have a good like sense of self and a good moral compass, you could probably do good things with absolute power though yeah well I was gonna bring up like, ex- I'm not like an example many people could but may- there might be some like if you look at most like people that have had absolute power or currently have absolute power over some dominion then you most likely a lot of them will be corrupt but yes. then you, there's a few examples like Alexander the Great and like That's a few others just thinking, yeah. who are just like well they're kind of exceptions yeah like I feel like if I gave you absolute power over the United States right now I wouldn't be that worried. But I feel like if I gave it to Sam, I'd probably be a little bit worried. I think, yes. <laughs> I think, I, but I don't, I just think that's who, like... Yeah, know. but that's my point, is that, like, it, it wouldn't be many people that could yeah. deal with that much power. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. really necessarily think Saul or I could either. I'm saying if any of the yeah. four of us could, it would probably be Lewis. Yeah. Oh, He's probably the most sad. sensible in terms yeah. of, like... That right. sort of stuff. Like, if yeah. I was to give, like, Lewis... Apple, Saul definitely wouldn't be. <laughs> I phone. feel like, yeah, no, but I, I am that, sensible. I you could use that like, for anything, though. Like, okay, if I give Lewis absolute power to, like, host a party, I feel like I'm just not going to enjoy myself. <laughs> well, then that's why you give well, me that's the... Brutal. That's why you make me the leader of the free world, Sam, and not the leader of the <laughs> house party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, which is better, though? Weren't we just talking about Kim Jong-un's ability to party? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, true, Apparently true. It's pretty wild. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the that's the purest example of who you would pick for a party and not a country. Kim Jong-un. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe you should be the leader of North Korea. <laughs> and actually, let's well, step away from this conversation. That's um, it. That, My point was, um, I'm not the most, like, character person. I just always consistently give you guys the worst possible advice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to, ease, to ease the tension in situations, <laughs> which makes me worried if you were the yeah. leader of the fucking free world. Like, yeah. Let's me. give them, let's give them shit advice for, to like ease the tension. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what I'm not gonna do. Right. Um, but the 50 minute threshold has passed, and yeah. I can have determined a winner. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Fuck, who's the winner? I think it's Gaz. The winner is Gaz. Yeah, because so, Fountains of Wayne is not. An up and coming band. Fountains of no. Wayne are a famous one hit wonder. Yeah. Stacey's mum. Yeah, I was going to ask you what. Didn't I ask you what songs they did? Yeah, you said what song? I just said, yeah, indie rock. I didn't know Fountains of Wayne. I was right? like, yeah, okay. He All said, right. I can't search it up. 
So, but it, but it, but it oh, is definitely a band. And I, I should have like, okay. known that. I should have known that. <laughs> well, because otherwise I would have searched up, I would have seen Stacey's mum, and I would have been like, oh yeah. Because okay. that, that, as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, they're a pretty famous band. Because he brought up the one, hit, yeah, yeah, he brought up the one hit wonder. I was like, if you're trying to help me out right now, this is not helping at all. But I didn't realise. I was like, I need like something to suggest that they're underrated because that was the sentence. They're an underrated band. But but bringing up a one hit wonder, that's not going to help me. I didn't realise they were a one hit wonder. Uh, I definitely should have got that. But yeah, I just I said it for the festival that we're going to that they're. I was like, I'm looking forward to seeing them because they're an underrated band. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, that makes total sense. So I did. I did a pretty decent job. Sam did get through undetected, but he didn't quite say it to my liking. What What did you say? What is it? I said. So my sentence was: I woke up last night with the worst tummy rumbles. When I was going, doing a little spiel about the festival, I said, you want to try to get through the last days because, you know, if you go too hard on the first day, you start to get sick, you have a snotty nose, your eyes start to water, you wake up with tummy rumbles. And I, kept, I said a few other things. Yeah, Do you that's think right. that if I didn't get mine, you'd give him the win? Yep. I'm glad. Yep. I'm happy. Yeah, you did well, Gaz. Did well. I should have known just straight oh, It was just that. when you, like, said, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of them. I'm like... Hmm, Lewis has heard of some, like, indie rock band that may be going to a festival. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I was like, because I had no idea. I was like, oh, indie I'm rock. That's what sold it for me. The fact that you were, like, back in it. I didn't, like, I, I, I wasn't suspecting it at that all. That was the thing fun. that, like, the thing that, well, I'm now learning is that Fountains of Wayne is potentially a band you should have known. It definitely did. is, definitely. And I said, I'm going, like, it's the festival that we're going to, so it's like... I was so confused, because they're like, that's an old band. Not, <laughs> not, that's an old band. They're not, like, just... Yeah. They're not making you old music. hit. It is. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like something that came out last year. No. I know the right. lineup pretty well, but I don't know it well enough to, like, be able to say that's not... Fountains of Wayne. And then you said, what did you say, Fountains of Youth? And I said, yes. And I was like, no, wait. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to... Because then Lewis would be like, hang on. Yeah, it. yeah. I should... That, yeah, that's my bad. I've got a fun fact about um, Fountains of Wayne, though. Oh, here we go. go. So Stacey's... Fun fact with Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Stacey's mum, the song, yeah. is the same... So Stacey's mum is the same person as Jessie's girl. So you, do you know the song, Damn. Jessie's girl? Is that by Fountains of Wayne as well? No, it's by a different artist, but they're meant... I think they're the same person. Except that... You think. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. Is that a bit of a one-hit wonder as well? It is, kind Jesse's of. Jesse's girl. I don't know who does it. I'm, I'm so what was, is what it was Springfield? Um, yeah, I think so. Was yours literally... You didn't even have to... You kind of sung your... Rick Springfield. Yeah, yeah, I sung it. It was just an, a weird quote I gave him. You didn't even I have thought, to sing it. I was... The, the other thing I was going to well, do... Well, how do you that into conversation regularly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love can do diabolical things to a man. <laughs> We kind of need to talk, like, for that to actually be successful, we need to talk about, like, love. Well, what I was going to do was, if I thought, as soon as you brought up One Hit Wonders, I was like, oh, Saul's giving me a cue, this must be related to the topic I have, yeah, so yeah. it must be a song lyric, and I must just not know the song. That's exactly I'm what gonna, I was thinking. So then I was like, gonna, this is not helping me. Yeah, so I, yeah. and so I was, I, I'll just sing these in a lyric-y voice and hope that I get away with it. The <laughs> other strategy that I was going to do when I had to say this sentence was I was going to bring up the power corrupts absolutely, and I was going to because I know dictators quite well, and I was going to bring up like someone, so probably like um, Stalin, because mm. he had a bad relationship with his first, well, well, his first wife died, his second wife he had a bad relationship with, yeah. and he ended, she ended up like um, committing suicide. Right. So I was going to bring that up and then try and work this quote into it, but... Yeah. I, I feel like all three of them were quite 
manageable. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's necessarily an outlier for which one was the hardest. I'd probably say Sam's. You reckon? I was going to say... Well, to say the <sighs> sentence I woke up last night with the worst tummy rumbles... I was surprised I got away when with it. When you said Tony Rumbles, I fully was just like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I got, I, I, I was very, sorry you go, Lewis. Um, Clarissa was Jesse's high school sweetheart in 1981 when the song was released. She then grew up to marry Jesse and have a child who was named Stacy. So yes, Stacy's mum wow, is Jesse's girl. Mom. That is insane, bro. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, no, I thought it was a good one. I mean, I can definitely say that I didn't have the hardest. Well, because, you know, I'm not saying mine's any harder than your two, but I'm just happy that I got the win. It's a, I was hoping you would stumble by, um, like, someone questioning you. One pretty comfortably, I feel, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll cop that on the chin. We, you brought up Fountains of Wayne three or four times. I also brought it up, too. Oh, well, yeah. When it's you probably said, the most one spoke about that band the last 20 years. When you said what songs they <laughs> Maybe not 20. Like, 10. Oh, I was like, shit. No. Yeah. Rock. <laughs> if you, yeah, yeah. Well, you said yours was belly rubs, like eight, like the very first the one. Very so I'm like, this one. is, oh, I'm really nervous about this one because we, as soon as you said belly rubs, we like knew. So I'm like, and yeah. I really thought because I didn't make eye contact with anyone for thirty seconds when I started doing the. I kept thinking I wanted to do something about spilt milk and then make a joke about. I was gonna make something up that there's a trend where you have to do like when you get to spilt milk, you have to. Uh, the I've just said the name of the festival. Does that matter? No. Okay, I'll just cut out that part. Um, the festival that we're going to in Australia, spilt milk. I was going to make up a trend that um. You just said it again. <laughs> <laughs> my, point is, my point is, I'm just going to restart the conversation. Fuck me. Anyway, just make up a trend where you have to chug like a liter of milk, and then that would. But like, I don't want to do that because like, I don't know my tummy. I, the the fact that it was I woke up last night with the worst tummy yeah, rumbles. Yeah, yeah. The first half of the sentences are going to fuck me because I can bring up tummy rumbles um, and I was going to say something about that. But then I'm like, you know what? I can talk about how I've, like, you just get really sick at festivals because that's true and I did get really sick. So yeah. I just think it was good because none of us really did anything too silly this time around. Like, it was quite an authentic first hour of the podcast. That's true. We weren't and trying to psych each other out. All three of us kind of, to a certain extent, said our sentences. We actually used one call out and successfully did it, yeah. which was insane. Yes, and yeah, it was just—I think it was a successful soul sentences. That was yeah. I couldn't say so as no. the winner. I to but clarify as well. I, just start, I started talking about swimming, and I just—I didn't, I didn't know where I was going with it. I was just like, I just want someone to guess wrong, so I was just going to start talking about swimming for no reason. And someone was like, Sam hasn't talked about swimming at all, so why would he tell us now? And then I just, but no one called me out, so I just looked like a geezer who pretended like they went swimming this week. <laughs> well, I thought you might have done it at the start because after you finished the whole swimming spiel, you may, you were like staring daggers at me, and I'm like, he did not just say sentence. Why is he looking at me like that? <laughs> Anyways, mm. um, so, uh, so first hour done. Well, good stuff, guys. Um, we're actually. Do you want me to introduce it? Yeah, yeah, you, you can go if you want. I mean, it's your, th- it's kind of your thing, so I feel like um, we should. So we'll do. So we're doing a second, second uh, segment where it's just a bunch of segments. This podcast, and we're actually going to play a game. Um, I guess it's called um, who who knows each other the best or who's the best housemate. We've all got five questions on our phones about ourselves that the house should know, but they're not particularly easy questions. Um, and we've all got sticky notes in front of us, and we have to write down our answers to all five questions. And 
the housemate with the most points at, after everyone's answered all those questions will be considered the best housemate and knows everyone the best. Obviously, you're not going to be answering your own questions because that's stupid. So the maximum points any person can get is 15. And yeah, I guess may the best housemate win. Cool. Do we want to go... I, I think it'll be cool if we do question, 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 question. Okay, all right. Is that cool yeah, if yeah, we yeah. do that like that? How we... Yep, all right. Okay, so I guess we all write down one to five. So we'll note. Write, now, write down a name and then one to five. Yep. So I guess I'll start us off. Yep. Um, okay, so I don't know which one I want to start off with. Just start Just with choose one. Of them, okay. It's the first one. This is kind of a hard question, in my opinion, but it, some, some of you might think it's easy, and that's why I think you'll stuff up. What is my favourite sauce? That's my question. Do we actually... Uh, yes, you should know. I've definitely talked about it publicly to everyone in this house. To clarify to the listeners, I'm quite an avid sauce user. So this could be really easy or really hard for certain people. First question, what is my favourite sauce? Yeah. Anyways, are we going to reveal the answers now? No, we keep no, going. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Louis, so, you want to go second? Okay, my turn. All right. Um, what was the first degree? Well, what was the degree I was originally planning on doing when I started university? Fuck! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> when you started university? Yes. This is fun. I like this. Yeah, it's kind of hard. This is fun. These answers don't I think reflect mine are gonna be too how well we know each other yes. as well. We should put that out there. Yeah, we should preface that we're not going to hate each other if we're wrong about everything. Yeah, yeah. Because we might all end up hating Sam. Yeah, I'm going to be really bad at this game. All right, everyone has an answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I definitely so, have an answer. Uh, okay, I'll go. This one. I usually always keep my phone in my right pocket. For all but one activity. What is yes. that one activity? I've actually discussed this on the podcast. Really? Yeah. You keep your phone in your right pocket for all but one activity. Yep. I can remember the conversation. Because I remember following it up with someone. Oh, my good friend. I think you might get this, Gaz. Honestly. All but one occasion? Activity. Activity. I think, yeah. I've got no Obviously, this would be like any activity where I could have my phone on me. So, like, this is the one activity where I'll, where I'll intend to put my phone in my left pocket. Are you, have you answered? Yeah, 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 I've answered. Okay. Uh, publicly, like, because it's not necessarily... But, but publicly, what is my favourite movie? Publicly, what is Gaz's favourite movie? That was the last question. Now it's you. Yes. Okay. Question two. Here we go. Hell yes. Uh, okay. I hope this is making for interesting listening. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> Us just I, writing I down. I can will... just cut out the pauses. It's all right. No, well, it's going to be interesting listening at the yeah. end when yeah. we answer them. Um, so before Samos, I had a nickname. What was the nickname and how did I get it? The most specific answer will get the point. Or maybe I'll just give you the point if I feel like the explanation is yeah. good enough. 
I don't want to limit the point to one person. Question number two, I had a nickname before Samos. How did I get it and what was it? Lewis. Hang on. Oh, sorry, my bad, Gaz. He's running a whole essay. Go, no, Fuck with this game, actually. Go, Lewis. All right. Um, okay. What is my sister's first name? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, you're a terrible friend, bro. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm like 70%. Yeah, so I don't think I've got a day, though. Oh, fuck yes. I'm like, <laughs> I think I've got it. I'm the only one to have met her out of the house, am I? Is that no. A, I think we've all met her. Oh, Saul hasn't met her. Oh, I've definitely met her. But I've talked about her. Yeah. So yeah. I think I've got it. <laughs> it's going to be bad if I haven't done Yeah, because, no. yeah, yeah, we went out to, yeah, we to went dinner. Out. Yeah. Like the three of us. Yeah. Sam, Good to clarify so. that it was the three of us. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, next question, Saul. What kind of food have I ordered the most off Uber Eats this year? I'll save you all right now for what you're thinking. It's not KFC because I don't get that on Uber Eats. What kind of food? So think like kebabs, pizza, fast food, Mexican, the likes. I think I might have this one. Were you definitely going to write KFC? No. No. I'm pretty confident in this answer now. I'm actually feel as this game goes on, I feel better about all my answers. Yeah. I thought I'd do way worse initially, but we're we're not even like forty percent of the way. For the listeners, I do eat an unhealthy amount of KFC. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. I do love to zing on. My second question. Yeah. Second question. How many siblings do I have? Half full. What are we clarifying? All of my siblings. Okay. Are we all done? Yep. Okay. It's going to get better, I promise. Ah, okay. Um, s- spell the name of my hometown. Are we... Okay. How are we going to answer, gonna that? answer that on I'm the podcast? Not, it's all right. All right, okay. I'm not that bothered. I can just look. Ah. That's the issue. Yeah, that's oh true. no, this is going to be tough for me. Not great viewing though. What, this spelling of it? Yep. It's, it's, this one is tough because it's something that we, like, yeah. we all know exactly we the all place. Know, but, but we yeah. just but don't it's, know it's how kind, to spell it. spelled kind of weirdly. Oh and my gosh. Like, yeah, it could have various different spellings. So I'm pretty confident that I know it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not how I said it. Go off. Ah, the old hometown of dot, dot, dot. So interesting that you asked that when you're so bad at spelling names of things. <sighs> okay, I definitely got that wrong, but that's I'm all right. At spelling the name. My turn? How do you yep. spell Lewis? Okay. That's by choice. I know how to spell L-O-U-I-S. I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm going to say my... <laughs> I'm a black belt in which type of martial art? Ah! Like, I keep fucking revealing my secrets. No one's looking. No, it's I don't. Right. Yeah. You can... Oh, I've got, like, a sticky note folded up over the top of mine if you want to do that. That's right, mate. Some of these questions be too easy, I feel. We all ready now? I'm ready. Yeah, I think mine are probably too easy. Yeah, this one's probably a bit difficult. 
What was my most listened to artist on Spotify last year? Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh I've discussed this. I've definitely discussed it. All three of you know I really like this band. Your most listened to artist on Spotify in 2022. I fucking know it. And it's all semi or It's not like some depth in the past. I, this was all within like the last two weeks I've said to all of you this. Yeah, I believe you. I just don't listen. Actually, maybe not Sam, but definitely you two. Can Sam, I, like am I allowed to use Spotify? Because I know what it is, no. but I can't think You're of the You're going to do it off the dome. But I know what it is. I just can't think of the name. Just write down well, one of their songs then. I don't know any of their songs. <laughs> Then how do I know you really know it? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't know what to look for if I didn't know it. What the fuck do you listen to, bro? I just know, like, in my head, I, I had someone in mind, and then you said band, and it fucking threw Yeah, me. yeah. I, I thought that would. I think I knew what you were going to write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Nah, I know this is wrong, but I'm just annoyed at myself. We should all be better friends. No, I know what it is. I just can't remember the fucking name. Come on, mate. Okay. You've got 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 more okay. seconds and we're moving on. It's just not that, but I'm just going to ride it anyway. Yeah, same. I've, I don't know. Don't know. I know one of the letters. That's all. All right. Guys. Do you want to ping what letter? I may give you the point. Okay. No, go, keep going. I think going. I've just go. remembered it. Um, what month am I born? <laughs> oh my gosh, Sam. Sam. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's between two and we've discussed it constantly. Oh. This, we're not giving you extended time to think about this. Well, yeah. This one's pretty easy. That's fair enough. I think that's it. I'm not confident at all, though. Okay, we've, I've talked about this to it, like, obviously. Question four. Hell yes. Um, what character did I play in my freshman year? Uh, first and last name, please, of the character. I didn't in, see this performance. In the play that you played in our first year of knowing each other, kind of. Not really, Lewis, but you get the point. Oh, my gosh. I know what it is, I just can't spell it. What? I know. I have so no idea what sad. it is. I no, never... so sad. Freshie, like yes. my freshie, not yes. yours. You can't spell that? I have yes. no so idea. I, I didn't see the performance because the show sold out and yeah. I'm not sure if we've discussed this in depth, so I've written a really dumb answer. Fair enough. Uh, Question number four, what character did I play freshie year? Go, Lewis. All right, my turn. Uh, okay, what did I do to celebrate my 20th birthday? This will be a difficult you one. Turned 20, have, you turned 21 this year. Yes. So last year. I have talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is not the greatest dance, but I, I think it would. you did do these two things in your day. Okay. All right. Two things. <laughs> yep. Just play a few then, guys. <laughs> yeah, go. What flavour of yoghurt do I most frequently buy? What the... Fuck. This isn't oh. that you know where I keep my yogurt. You see me, you all see me eat it most days. What flavor? What flavor do I ah. eat the most? Can we get? Can we go fifty fifty and get half a point? 
I'm, yeah. I know. The amount of question marks I've written after my responses. <laughs> yeah. Is it interesting? I thought they were going to be more personal. Some of them are personal, to be fair, but... Yeah. We all, we all interpret it differently, I think. Yeah, I guess. But it's good. I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Obviously. We ready? Yeah, yeah. Hit us. All right. Oh, shit. What is the name of the occupation I'm studying to do exactly? What? What is the name? What job am I trying to get? Yeah. Exactly. Like you have to name the exact occupation. The exact occupation? What the fuck does that mean? Well, there's one occupation that I'm, I'm studying for. You have to name it. I think I'm getting it wrong, but I th- okay. That's pretty shit for you. Okay. True. That's wrong. Ah. I don't even know why I did that. That all might be fucking facing the other way. I don't know if you're trying to go specific with it or not. Okay. Question five, the home stretch. Question five. He's still writing. He's writing an essay out here. I mucked up. I don't want to write a joke answer because I think I'm getting this one wrong, but no, I'll be a good bloke. Uh, it's not being a good bloke, that's just playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready to go, Lewis? No. Question? Okay, sorry, I'll wait. Come on, you've had two minutes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Question five. Soul's getting fucking aggressive. Last question for everyone. Uh, I have talked about how I've got a dream role as an actor to play. What is that role? God, I'm a fucking good listener. Dream role as an actor. What is that role? God, I don't think I'm doing very well for this. I should know this. <laughs> That's what the annoying part is. Like, I was like, I can remember the conversation, but. Ah, oh, no. That's stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a good time to review your answer. Yeah, I've done my answer. He has okay. a good time to review your answers just in case you second guess any of them. Oh, this is wrong. Alright, Lewis. It's okay. You're next, buddy boy. What is my favourite type of chocolate? You can be as detailed as you as you can. What the fuck? I like I like the the little bit at the end. You can be as detailed as you can. Yeah. Okay, my final question. As we all know, I've not watched that many movies. Which of these four, which is which one of these four movies have I watched? Okay. The Godfather, Back to the Future, Shawshank Redemption, or Pulp Fiction? Can you repeat the movies, please? Yep. The Godfather, Back to the Future, 
Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction. I have both discussed the movie I watched and the situation I watched it. Okay. Do we get an extra point if we name the situation? You can. Final question. But Sammy, that's a pretty generous one. I gave you a one in four answer. That's fair. Which AFL Australian rules football randomly team did I originally support? It's between two. I know that. Originally support. This is probably the one that you might not know. Yeah, probably not. But I couldn't really think of any others. Between two. Okay. Game over. Well played, everyone. Oh. So we're going to do... Like, are we going to do one each? I can go like... Oh, pens in the middle, pens in the middle. If you're still listening, um, yeah. Are you going to just go like one person at a time? Yeah, do you want... Are you going to count yeah, up true, points? True. Yeah, I'll count up points. One person at a time. So I'm going to read out all my answers, am I? Yep, we'll go. Yep. Uh, yeah, should... Yeah, do you want yeah, me to go first? Yeah, yeah, you go first. Okay, so my first... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just... I think I read my questions out in the wrong order, so... What was my first question? Okay, I'm going to tell um, you your sauce. What is my favourite sauce? Now, you might have guessed too quickly aioli. The correct answer is Big Mac sauce. Oh, hell yes. Oh, shit! I went garlic aioli. I went Big Mac. You went Big Mac? Yeah, I did. Um, I spelt sauce the way that we said it in the, the other podcast, S-O-R-C-E, though. <laughs> but so yes, Big Mac sauce. <laughs> okay, Big oh, Mac sauce. Lewis is the other one that goes. Garlic aioli and like the garlic aioli is a very fair answer. When you said don't think about it too favorite. quickly, I was like, come on, there's got to be aioli. It has to be. But there's no. consistently empty bottles of garlic aioli in the fridge. That's I've talked about how I drink gallons of Big Mac sauce if they sold it by the bottle. Mm. But Big Mac sauce is by far my favorite sauce. One point to Lewis, no points okay. to Saul What was my yes. second question? Can anyone remember? Your nickname, nickname. as a kid. Yeah. Uh, the nickname was Plugger. Yes. It yep. was because I was fat and I kicked 12 goals in a footy game when I was like 10 yeah. years old. You kicked three goals in 17 games. When I was like 13. <laughs> I said Plugger because you were fat. I didn't say the 12 goals bit. I also said Jellyfish because of Jelly Labs. Surely that's an extra point. I said that's two two nicknames. I said plugger for being fat in the forward. <laughs> forward playing forward. On your yeah, I, I said plugger big full forward. Yeah, I'll give it. It's also definitely the most appropriate. Everyone gets a point. Good stuff, guys. Well done. Yeah, how are we doing this one? Oh no. What's the third one? Oh, the name of my hometown. Do you want to just? Oh, I'll just just read them. Oh. Do you want yeah, to do, just, it, do it last? We'll do do the yeah. t- town last because then because oh, yeah. then it'll give you give it away if we've got the last two correct for you. Okay. So you can't look at our things yet. Yeah. Okay. What was the next question? The play. The, uh, in the play, I played a character named Joe Vegas. Hell oh, yes! I didn't spell Vegas. I never saw this play, so I wrote Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> How did you spell Vegas? Uh, just wrong. How? V A G A Z. 
Why? I don't know. Do you know how to spell like Las Vegas? Yo, give me your point. You got the... I knew what I was meant to write. I just couldn't spell. I just lost it. You forgot how to spell Vegas. Yep. Okay. Are you dead serious? Um, no, I'm dead serious. I'm trying to get My second last question, technically, what was my dream role as an actor? Is the genie from Aladdin? Yes, let's go. Yeah, I got that one. Did wrong. you get that? Alright, yeah, because um, well, you <laughs> just saw the reaction. No, because I've gone really bad for you. Um, oh, that's alright. Obviously, um, I like I knew that was your you mentioned that was your like, your favorite character ever. I didn't know if that was like one you wanted to play though. Two out of five, and you still haven't done the. We well, haven't got the last one. So yeah. we're doing that right at the end of everyone's. No, 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 right now. Because okay. we can, well, I can pass you mine. I don't know if you two can. Yep. Okay. Then that is spelled correctly. Point for Gaz. Yes. It's spelled incorrectly. There's no E in it. And there's also <laughs> that H is in the wrong spot. It ends with a H. Yeah, that's correct. Let's go. Unlucky. Can I see what the correct answer looks like? Which one is it, Sam? So we, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Saul and Lewis are both on three and Gaz is on four. Yeah, so uh, you guys, pretty pretty consistent start, guys. Good start. That's not Good bad. start for That's guys. Not bad. I'm 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 in. I'm losing, and it's going to stay like that. Okay. Okay. Who's going? Make next? sure you don't change anyone. Me. Uh, yeah, source. Lewis goes in. All right. I didn't say so. So first okay. question: What was the degree I was originally planning on doing when I started university? And it was aerospace. Oh my god! Yes, I completely guessed that. Aeronautical, I wrote that down. You can look at my thing. Aeronautical, that's that, counts, yeah, that yeah, counts. That counts. That counts. That's gold. I said engineering. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I must have spoken to someone else because I swear I spoke to someone, must have been in one of my classes. Yeah. In second year, and it wasn't you that said they were doing a mechanical engineering and mathematics double degree in Queensland and then came to Monash. Ah. And, and then came to the university that we go to. Yep. Which is not in Queensland, America. No. And, um, and yeah, I, I swear they said they were doing mechanical engineering and mathematics and they just dropped the science part of their thing. But obviously it wasn't you. No. I, know for some I completely like, guessed that, that and I got it right. So Do I get a wrong? point? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Let's go. Great start by me. Actually, I'm going to do it later so we know who we got. Great what. point. Great point. Yep. All right. Um, the second question: What is my sister's name? My sister's name is Lauren. Yes. Yeah, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! I'm doing better than. Expected. I'm so glad we spoke about it the other day because I thought it was. No, I knew it was Lauren. Name. Yeah. I second guessed it for a second, but yeah, I second guessed it with another one specific other name. But yeah, yeah. Me and Lewis spoke about it the other day, so I nailed it. Yeah, I said like one of the only other like names of girls he's discussed with us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, wait. Can I see? Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um. All right. Third oh. question. I'm a black belt in which type of martial art? Karate. 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 Oh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Karate. Karate. I feel like that question was too easy, but go off. Yeah, I had to put something in there. Fair enough. It's all sitting on one out of three. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I did I'm not very well for Lewis. Yeah. What did I do to celebrate my twentieth birthday? The answer is I started my twentieth, my third decade in a tree. So I was me and my in, me and my friends hung out in a tree. I, I wrote played the ring of war. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might have been around the time of the great float. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it was the great close. Float. It was close. I it, wrote, we called it the great hang. So it's around the same era. Damn. I wrote ate rice and went for a run. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think I did that on that day. But oh, really? That, that would have been a good guess. Yeah, so. <laughs> no points. No, no. <laughs> uh, fifth and final question. What is my favourite type of chocolate? The answer is dark lint chocolate oh, and as high percentages 95% dark 95. chocolate I said yes I said dark chocolate yes I was gonna say dark chocolate but say? now I'm like nah cause he only eats that cause he's healthy and I wrote Kit Kats cause every time I put Kit Kats in the fridge they're gone within 5 seconds cause you're a fat cunt nah <laughs> <laughs> so me and Saul get a blow oh, yes I should have yes. gone with my gut there it doesn't matter well Gaz and Sam both got 3 out of 5 and Saul got 2 out of 5 so it's not too bad not too bad not too not bad, too bad. Okay. All right. The, Saul, the great hand. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go well here. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get five out of five. I think. Yeah, I think you will. I always keep my phone in my right pocket for all but one activity. What is that activity? Milking. Oh, oh yeah, because they shit on your leg. That's so true. Oh, I'm annoyed oh, by that so oh, much. I said FIFA like an absolute idiot. I did. I did running. <laughs> I remembered the conversation we had about it, and I said running because I was just like, I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, what kind of food have I ordered the most on Uber Eats this oh, year? Burritos. Like GYG. Correct. Oh, Mexican. really? Mexican is my most ordered food off Uber Eats. Oh, shit. I did really? HSP, so I I HSP as well. I oh. said this year, so I've cut back on my... I never know consumption. you ordered fucking No, I've never seen it. I do some, I sometimes keep it hidden from you, given Just, your prejudices. Oh. <laughs> Towards wow. certain companies. Good yeah, man, right. fuck that shit. Anyway, I'm confident I'm getting four out of five. Okay. What band did I listen to most last year? My 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 pre-thing was I knew the band had a V in it, and then I remembered that it's Violent Soho. Correct. God, I'm such a good oh, friend. You right? Not the right answer. I, I said AC, Foo Fighters. I wrote ACDC, I had no idea. I, yeah, I just I couldn't think. I was like, it's definitely got a V in it, but I couldn't. Fucking that was a letter I was referring to. to yeah, yeah. I know, like yeah. Yeah, I wrote something with a V in it, and then Violent Soho when I remembered. Okay, yeah. well done. What flavor of yogurt do I buy the most? Oh my gosh, Banana? passion fruit, passion fruit. Oh, oh gas! I'm such a good friend. God, I said damn. blueberry. <laughs> blueberry? <laughs> when have you ever seen you eat blueberry? I've, I've never banana. seen you eat any kind of... Yeah, yogurt. I've he never... He always been... eats yogurt after dinner. I know, but I don't, I don't look at the label. I'm too... I'm too, too fixed on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yogurt. think he's too attractive is the issue. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't know if I got Gaz is clearly right. going to win this game, so I'm just going to play a game of who's going to win Gaz's round. Because I want us all to get zero out of four. I'm just fucking... Okay. Well, you were one in four chance getting this one. I don't know. Which one of these famous movies have I watched? Shawshank Redemption. Correct. Yes, I got that. Watched it on a plane. I fucking wrote Shawshank and crossed it out, cunt. I I was like, nah. I watched it on a flight because I had a lot of time to kill. I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this movie and it's supposed to be good. Yes. Damn it. I thought that was what you did with The Godfather. I swear we should talk about Shawshank Redemption. Can I just say that... the only one that's seen it or some shit. Wait. Damn it. Lewis is on four, Saul's on five, I'm on five. This is great going into the final round for second place. It is. I'm on. We literally can't beat you. <laughs> right. you. Oh, yeah, oh. you and Saul can equal me. If we get five out of five. Oh, yeah. there's a chance. I don't think I'm getting one of these, though, for sure. There's a couple I'm confident with. Okay. First question publicly, what is my favourite movie? The, the Hangover. Hangover. The Hangover. Well done, everybody. Yep. I thought I'd start off with a nice and easy one. <sighs> yep. Oh, shit. Um, how many siblings do I have? Oh, no. 
I went four. I said four as well. Four. Well done. Yes! Come on! Oh, yes. Oh, I was really not confident. The colour is, I'm yeah. guessing, and I'm just guessing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what month am I born? April? April. April. Yes! Oh, bless. <laughs> Damn, I made mine too easy. You guys are going to draw with me. What is the name of the occupation I'm studying to do exactly? Civil engineer? Oh, I said mining engineering. I said Bachelor of Engineering and Science, specialising in civil engineering. <laughs> <laughs> the occupation is geotechnical engineering. What the hell the fuck do we know? Have you ever said that to me? Yes. I, I don't think I've ever heard those words. I was going to say geotechnical is your science thing, but I didn't know that was what the degree is called. So. Well, it's not what the degree is called. I said, what occupation am I studying to oh, do? Oh, okay. Oh, the degree, you were right about the degree, yeah, I essentially. I've yeah. never heard you say those words. Geotechnical engineer. Yes. But I've definitely said it to you. Uh, you have said it. You have Not said it. Not to me. I misinterpreted well, I'm the other winner. Anyways. Which AFL team did I originally support? Richmond? Yeah, I went to Richmond. I had no idea, so I said Bulldogs. That's what your dad supported. You were right! Oh my god! <laughs> I wrote down Bulldogs and then crossed it out and did Richmond. Oh and my so god. And so me saw Lewis all time. Lewis got four out of five for me and you two got three out of five for me. This so is pretty good. even. I did way better than expected. Can we just talk about that for a second? Bulldogs, you are fucking spot on, mate. Hell yes. I, I, I swear, I de- you definitely know this story. I barracked for the Bulldogs, unless you weren't around when I was telling you. I barracked for fucking Bulldogs. Oh, I barracked for the Bulldogs when I was younger. And then Dad took me to a game when we went to Australia for a holiday. <laughs> and St Kilda beat Bulldogs. And I started following St Kilda when I was like four years old. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like my first game that I remember going to. So I don't recall. And St Kilda won and I started barracking for St Kilda. Yeah, Up yeah. until then I barracked for Bulldogs. That's interesting. Oh. Richmond only came in... About nine years ago, so that was well off, but that's okay. Eight, 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 and ten is very good. I feel as a yeah. So who? Yeah, what's the gas? Okay. I did way better than we all expected. Can we just talk about that for a second? Can we just appreciate that? Wait, let me just tell you. Am I second? I guessed no. Yeah, I think you're recall second. We're all three of us got the same. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I was just saying. That's that's a good result. That's a good result. That's exactly what I was just saying. Okay. <laughs> to Lewis, be fair, four I, of Lewis's eight came from me, though. That's that's the interesting. Part. Yeah, I'm happy about that. And I got yeah. ten. Well, because I'm a fucking. I wrote shit. Bulldogs down and then crossed it out and wrote Richard. Just like when I wrote Shawshank Redemption for Saul to get a oh. perfect five out of. Oh no, I only got three. Out of that's five, so right. frustrating, man. What else did I miss? Oh yeah, the fucking burritos. As if I was ever going to get that, though. Yeah. Yeah, but he said he does it away from me. Oh, well. God, that was fun. Well, it's not, it's not that scary. I usually eat at the, at the table. Yeah. But I don't usually, like, tell the whole house I've done it. Yeah. Mm. God, I can't believe you guys didn't get milking or passion fruit yogurt. I milking's bad. That, I were, that were the two I got easiest milking. ones, in my opinion, in the whole thing. Mm. God. Yeah. Anyways, shall we move on to some topics, I guess, since we've done this? Yeah, yeah, well, that was great. I enjoyed uh, that game. That I, was hope, I hope the audience enjoyed that as much as we did. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be quite a different experience for the listeners but for us, but that's all right. They learn a thing or two about us. That's true. They learn about how good friends we are. True, true. Clearly, I'm the best. 
Yeah. I've, already, I've won both our segments today, so I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, I'm feeling pretty good going into the third hour. Got so many <laughs> internet points, guys. Oh, mate, I'm all over it. I'm um, leading soul sentences now. Did you have any topic you wanted to discuss before I um, Yeah, you, you go for it. I've got a, like some segments that we can discuss. But... Okay. Um, what do you guys think the biggest animal you could beat in a fight is? Oh, that's a great question. Well, depends because like like a size versus like it's about the size of the fight and the dog, not the size of the dog in the fight. You know what I mean? Like I don't think I could beat uh, honey badger. Yeah, I don't think I could beat a honey badger, but I could probably beat a camel. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Camel, camel, camel's a good answer. The camels, camels aren't very aggressive. No, and they got real skinny legs. Yeah, so you snap you just, one of their legs yeah. and they're done for. Yeah. Whereas so. a honey badger is quite small and very aggressive. What yeah. sort of weapons do we get? Like a skunk? Nothing. Fists. Mm. Just like bare nuts. So you could beat a camel because you could like, you could hit it when it's like not ready. Because like, obviously if you see... <laughs> Catch it off guard. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah. Well, because they're not a naturally aggressive animal. If you, if you just fucking run into a lion, probably be a different story. Because you're running into a camel. Yeah, maybe. So you reckon you could be a lion? Uh, yeah, it'd be close. There's no way. King of the jungle meets a, a lion. In the jungle? You said king of I the jungle. I said king of the jungle. Oh, I thought I you said in joke. the jungle you meet a lion. He was trying to be funny. Okay. And it didn't work. Because he's not funny. Thanks, mate. I try. Um, yeah, a camel's a good answer. Like a horse. It's quite big, isn't it? No. No, not you're a not horse. beating a horse. A horse would kill you, bro. It'd kick you. And you'd kill you, mate. Dead. I would kill you, to clarify. I'm not fighting you, would I? And also, what if, what if the camel runs away from you? What about... Um, bring up to that yeah, one? I mean, yeah, yeah, true, true. Camels may have your colourful leg speed. Are we... Like, where are we doing this fight? In the is, desert. Is it in an arena? Like, are they... Are they like <laughs> In a UFC cage. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a good metric. A cage match. A cage match. That is actually a good metric. That's so because... Then they can't run away. Yeah, true. Because well, even then, like... That could work in your favour because the whole point of like like defeating animals like much bigger like the reasons why I think humans have got so far is they would chase animals until they reach physical exhaustion because yeah. humans have much greater stamina than most other creatures. Yeah. That point. That's true. I reckon a gazelle would probably have you covered for stamina. Yeah. Well, probably long, us weak modern distance. humans. If we <laughs> go back to the Stone Age, yeah, the people in the Stone Age probably would run rings around us. Probably. Yeah. In terms of animals, though, that's it. Like, yeah, there's there's some things that are, like, half my size, which I wouldn't back myself in a fight against. Because we're just, like, like not... a raccoon. Like... Oh, you'd probably beat a raccoon. I'd probably beat a raccoon. But there's, like, there's some animals that are just, like... Anything venomous, I wouldn't want to go near. Uh, I, I, yeah, uh, I reckon you... I'd back myself in against a snake. I reckon. I wouldn't. I've watched enough, like, snake cat... Like, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't volunteer. But I've watched enough, like, snake-catching <laughs> things that I'd be like, yeah, I, I reckon I'd be able to handle myself. That's, like, the oh, argument, yeah. though, that, like, I've watched enough UFC. That yeah, I've, I've been in a plane once. I could fly. Like... <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand the point. I'm not going to volunteer to go into a house and be like, yes, I'll take your... I'll, I'll remove your snake. Mm. I'll be a snake-catcher. But I'm, saying, I'm, but I'm also not going to go into the desert one. and start fighting a camel either, am I? <laughs> it's very hypothetical. No, you're going to a UFC cage to fight a camel, mate. <laughs> Sorry. True. I think that you could. 
I think you give, you, give yourself 10... What about like an... Give yourself 10, 10 like different scenarios. Like t- do it 10 times, or I think you'd be able to do it like seven or eight. You'd succeed. A snake? Yeah. Which type of what like, type, what snake? type of snake? That's a very hard question. Well, like a, probably just like a lighter... Not like a fucking like a brown snake. Like a, like a baby snake. Like a, like a brown snake or a taipan or something. Yeah. Not a boa constrictor or... Um, yeah, probably not like a super heavy one. What, like, like you'd have to python? You'd have to like choke it like that with two hands, like the, the massive pythons. How would you do it? You'd just like break their spine or something. Yeah, I'm not really sure how you'd kill it, but like, I wouldn't let it kill me. It's probably more the point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not about winning; it's about surviving. Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. In in the past, for me, every time I've seen a snake get murdered, has been just with a pole and smacking it. So if I don't have a pole, <laughs> I don't really know how I'm going to kill it. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm just using my bare hands, I don't actually really know how to kill a snake. I feel like if you give it a good right hook. <laughs> Catch it off guard as you say. But like, I don't know, can you like just, strangle a snake? Hey, what's I don't know. Like snap it. Can you snap it? I reckon you'd try and, yeah, karate chop it? its neck or yeah, something. Yeah, well, you do karate, so. Yeah. Twist it. Give it a Chinese bird. <laughs> just do like a bobbit game with a snake. I'm just seeing like a pies and it's got its head raised at your head level. It's just like you're still on like Tyson Fury out here. But yeah, I think I think if you were put in the ring ten times with a snake, maybe three or four times, you'd you'd you know lead you'd to come out on top. But the snake's non like how how painful are non venomous snake bites? Um, Wait, let me bite your hand right now. <laughs> that was one ear in my head. Probably yeah, it was <laughs> probably, probably pretty painful. I yeah, imagine. I, I, yeah, painful, but like you're not gonna die. Mm, mm. You might say owie. I don't really know how... <laughs> I don't even know if... I don't think a non-venomous snake can kill you. Snakes are really not that no. dangerous. Because I don't know about you guys, but, like, I never really knew this until, like, last year when I went to a crocodile farm. But snakes don't really... Like, the, like snakes kill, like, ten people a year in Australia. Yeah. Which is not the country that we live in. But they're most prominent in Australia, so it's worth noting. And I'm pretty not even sure in South tangible. America as well. Yeah, South America, but I don't know the stats then. I'm more on top of the Australian thing mainly because, you know... AFL, exactly. Pretty much. Um, just very passionate about the sport. I was also born there in WA, so here I am. Um, anyways, yeah, they don't kill that many people. No. Like, it's a very small number. And people, I think people think that snakes are actually more dangerous than they are. Yeah. They're not really that dangerous. Well, would you say then, like, the amount of they kill. like, what, okay, for, like, reptiles, like snakes, mm. like, how, what's the sort of scale that you could go to? I do want to search this up real quick, actually. What, what do you mean? Like, if you were to fight a mammal, like, obviously, you know, you're not going to be able to take on a lion, so how big do you get? And in the same, like, category, how, like, would you fight a cassowary? Because that's, like, a reptile. Is a cassowary a reptile? No, but they're, cra- they're just crazy so, yeah. as hell. Did so, we like lose the cassowary war back in the day? There's like two or three that, on average, there's two to three deaths from a snake bite in Australia annually. Two or three. From a snake bite? Yeah. What about a snake, like kiss? That was another <laughs> one that was so much funnier in your head. <laughs> Shut up. Not adding anything. Let the adults have. Uh, intelligent conversation 
Yeah. Okay. Intelligent Thanks. conversation about hitting a snake. Here's, one, <laughs> here's an animal that I think I'd be able to beat in like a, a cage. Cas- a castle. I don't even really know what a castle yeah. looks like, to be honest. If we're in a cage match, mm. I think I could beat a shark. That's a very good call. A whale? No, because I'll probably take up the entire ring. It would in the cage. It would smother you. Cut it in half. Because there's a good chance the shark will be dead by the time the match starts. (laughs) True, true. And from there, I think it's a... It should yeah. be pretty easy. Can we not kill a whale? Can you let, let's let's just clarify land animals. <laughs> What's okay. a killer whale's scientific name? Orca. What's a, what about an orca? It's definitely not a scientific name, but like... Well, no. once again, that's why you take up the entire ring. No, an orca, an orca's not that big. They're pretty big. They wouldn't, they wouldn't take whale, up the entire so like type of whale. They would take up the whole ring, I reckon. But even then, like, it would, it would give me a few metres space to work with. <laughs> and I'd probably be trapped, like, bashing it at its side. <laughs> <laughs> If, if it Imagine just, watching a UFC If, if it just rolls over, it squashes me. Yeah, true. There's no chance <laughs> in hell. I don't, I don't know how. Just shoves punch a fucking way. <laughs> if you're in oh. a if you're in a UFC cage with an orca and you're just punching its side, how effective is that going to be at killing it? No, it's not. You'd have to be in there for 48 hours. You'd have to like what? It just dies of starvation. Yeah. You'd have to like what? Climb on top and try and clog the blowhole. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> land put, animals. Land, land animals. Let's just narrow our search into animals that we could defeat that are only on land. Giraffe. Hell no. They could. Have you yeah, seen, have you seen giraffes them? hitting yeah, each, fight other? each other? That's just crazy. It's bro. crazy. Oh, but yeah, also like, their, you... their main method of attack is to hit the neck with the neck. I'm nowhere near their neck level. <laughs> if you get a hold of their neck when they're trying to hit you with their head and just grab onto it and then they lift you up and then you can just kind of snap their That's neck. That's at least like two and a half metres. Of, you have to jump up to <laughs> just to grab the neck. <laughs> and that's just the base of the neck. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Tom Cruise? This is a sort of Mission Impossible shit. The giraffe swings its neck and you just leap on it like, oh, I've got you right where I want you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's exactly doing? what there I'm There is playing. no possible way... That that shit works out in your favour. You're getting the giraffe in a guillotine. (laughs) (laughs) Again, give me ten ten scenarios. I've I've beat it once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) You really went for a while. Yeah, I've beat it in a fight. I might win ten percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, You just need that. You need that one in ten. Okay, my final answer is camel. Let's. Okay, well let's let's redefine the question. Land animals. What's the that's what's the smallest. Like how? What's the smallest land animal that could beat you in a fight? Yes, yes. What's the smallest a land cat? animal that could beat you in a fight? A quail. <laughs> a I cat? reckon a cat wouldn't be able to beat you. What type of cat? No, I meant you. Oh. Um. What type of cat? Yep. Black cat. <laughs> <laughs> a black cat? No, I don't reckon I don't cats could. Kind of cats though. Sam's pretty weak. Though, I reckon. So. Um. Yeah, like a honey badger. Would a venomous snake. It gets me once. We're I'm, just doing circles. We're just doing circles. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> um, a spider? <laughs> now we're just listing animals. I reckon, I, I reckon a honey badger would be the one that I couldn't beat. A and wolverine? That's, that's small. Yeah, wolverine as well. Something that's small that like... I feel like humans are just so weak compared to like most animals. A little chihuahua? Serious responses, man. Ch- I think if it gets it's me not on my ankle, funny. 
I'm not trying to be funny. Chihuahuas are mad aggressive. And they're also tired. <laughs> yes, but if they like bite your, you think you're, you're gonna die. You're also a human being though. Like you're not gonna like you're saying it like, oh yeah, if I get hurt, I'll just keep fighting. Like that's not how we work. So if you get bitten in the ankle, you're gonna start fucking crying, and then what? They do I'm gonna be injured. Like you, we literally were just talking about a camel before, and you were saying, oh yeah, I'll snap its leg. The camel's not just gonna roll over and die. It's probably gonna start fighting you after that point. Yes, but it doesn't have a leg left. <laughs> so what's the chihuahua do when it bites your ankle, mate? You don't. You know it hurts your ankle, ankle you, a little bit. You yes, can still use a your leg. Bit. You Have you ever the been chihuahua. bitten by a dog before? Yes. Multiple times. And so what, that's just When like, I was a fucking 12-year-old 12, 12 child and I still was able to walk. Cat. What, what, by what, what dog? What sort of chihuahuas are you By a, a fucking, fucking like bull a Arab dog. dog like a massive head. dog. A massive... And it bit your leg and you were just able to walk it off. Yes. Yeah, I, I was bitten by a border collie. Surely the strength of a dog's jaws... Like, in some, here, some can, but not a chihuahua. But you're saying a massive dog, and you were just able to walk it off. Yes. There, yeah, like there are some dogs that like once they mm. latch on, they can't let go. But a chihuahua yeah. is not one of them. Like a German Shepherd, for example. I wouldn't back my... Like that's... Like a trained German Shepherd. I wouldn't... That's a, a pretty a hard... A trained thing. German Shepherd. You know, like the, yeah, like the police dog. Well, like it's got a black belt or something. I feel like, like a black cat's a valid answer, though, in terms of the fact that like the way they can move around and shit. But, but again, though. how's it going to kill you? What's its lethal it's arsenal? It's like scratches. Do you know how easily you could kill a cat? Never done it before. Personally. Exactly. That's the point. Like, you, you can't imagine yourself killing a dog because why would you want to? But, like, if you wanted to, you could pretty easily kill a dog. Yeah, I'm sure. But, like, a cat... I, I just feel and like a cat. A, a cat I, would be I, easy. I just feel like a cat is more agile than me. And so it's just... Yeah, so the, that, by that logic, the cat will be on the run. So are you suggesting that... It, how's that going to kill you? Match, no, it's going to manoeuvre around me and then, like, in, scratch me. In a cage match. I'm it's just going to outlast you three weeks before you starve to death. No, is I'm, that the point? I, you, you literally just didn't hear what I said at all. I'm, what I'm thinking is a cat is, like, jumping in and around the cage and then it just scratches me when yeah, I, like... How's it going to kill you? Because it's going to keep scratching. If you get scratched enough, you die. You bleed out. After maybe three weeks. Just not true. If you get scratched enough, you bleed out very quickly. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Clearly, we've got very different, different pages. Of... If you get scratched enough, you will bleed out. Like what? Where, though? If they're scratching you in most places on your body, you're not going to bleed out. If they scratch you underneath your armpit, on your jugular... Yeah, maybe. Mate, it's a trained cat, maybe. It knows the right places to scratch. Anyway, I'd say the I'm chance of you... I'm pretty confident you'd be able to stop it before it scratches you 100, 100 cat battles to one. I'm just throwing out you're animals. You're beating it. I'm just throwing out animals. Yeah. Why the fuck am I getting attacked by it? Because you're being so defensive with the animal. Is yes, your logic is flawed. because I'm just trying to provide ex- explanations because you guys attack me. I'm like saying that I think it is a valid like opinion to say that a cat could potentially beat you in a fight. Potentially. I'm not seeing you guys throw out animals. Throw out some animals. I threw out quite a few. We threw out you threw out animals. fucking quail, mate. Yeah, I was joking. <laughs> Quail's like the smallest fucking bird. And isn't it and like a... Yes, exactly. Mm. There's no way that thing's A guinea pig. A guinea pig. A rabbit. <laughs> Should we move on? <laughs> well, apparently. Otherwise, Sam's going to keep talking about how a cat could kill him. A cat's caught. Cool. Okay, fuck this shit. Anyway, how does it make you feel? Like sometimes, like survey the audience. When I'm in my bathroom, like the neighbor's cat just stares daggers at stares daggers at me. Should I be shitting myself now? No, unless. Are you sure? Unless it attacks you it's in a, a cage. What type of cat? It's a black one with big green eyes. Oh, that's that's dangerous. Maybe it's the uh, 
Maybe. I don't know, mate. If you ever get in a fight with the cat, potentially. Um, I've got a... Let's please move on. I've got a science segment, if we want to do that now. Yeah. Um, Unless you wanted to go for another topic. Do you have another topic? I have, like, three more, yeah. All right. Well, um, did you want to do that topic and then we can do the segments? I'm not bothered. Okay. Uh, Have you got topics? I've got segments. segments. Okay, well, how do people feel about, like, parallel universes? Like, do they exist? Do they not exist? Mm, Like a multiverse. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's interesting because that's, like, something they're they're considering now is, like, when they're talking about, like, the end of, like, the universe... Like it's, I think it's called heat death or like, um, like the end of our universe is when all of mass is like stretched out to infinity. Cause it's like expanding at the moment. The universe is expanding mm. and there'll be a certain point where even like atoms are stretched and pulled apart. And even like the, the quasar, the, like the, the quarks and everything that makes up subatomic particles are stretched. And they're thinking that like the stretching and, um, uh, like pulling apart of those subatomic particles, each of those tiny little explosions when that happens is creating another multiverse. So that every atom in the universe as it's stretching is creating another big bang in another universe. And that's the start of a whole new like universe. Which that's is crazy. Very interesting. I think crazy. I think the idea of a parallel universe just doesn't really make a lot of sense in my head. But also what does a black hole lead to? Singularity. Singularity? Yeah. It's just a point of mass that's infinitely dense. Isn't singularity the definition of the robots taking over? No, uh, that's that's sort of like yeah. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, know, no, no. That's on the that's that's the same sort of thing. Yeah, singularity it means something different in that sense though, because it's like the hive mind, everything is like thinks the same, everything's part of the same network. Right. That's the singularity. But if, in terms of a black hole, like if you imagine the Earth, all of its mass condensed to the size of an almond, that's like an equivalent black hole. Oh, I just imagine a black hole as being a portal to another universe. It's kind of... that's a theory that I've heard from other people and I'm like, well, maybe. It's kind of... I Yeah, it's interesting. Because when you go into a black hole, you don't come back out, do you? No, but you what what happens is like... It's so like a point of so much mass that you get sucked in past the event horizon. And at that point, that's where light can't escape. Yeah. So it's got such a massive gravity pull that it will pull in light. Light Facts. can't escape it. And then you just, you, you bleed into this weird, weird in between where you're sort of stretching out and you can, like your vision warps and everything goes weird because light is being bent around this mass. But then you just become part of the singularity. You become part of the mass at the centre. Imagine if that happened to Earth, like, tomorrow. That'd be insane. Yeah. Also, I'm not... We'd never get to release the podcast. As I said, I'm not a big believer in, like, parallel universe, but I'm, I'm a big believer in aliens. I think aliens definitely exist. Yeah. They're just not... They're out there. They just haven't reached us yet. Yeah, undoubtedly. I think, like... And even if we were to eventually find out we'd be, like, viewing their existence from, like, billions of years ago if we were to ever find out because, like, you think about how long it takes light to travel. Mm. They'd be viewing our existence if they're seeing us right now 
from however far away they are. In they the would t- literally be seeing like dinosaurs. Time. Yeah. Oh, true. At the moment, um, they'd be seeing dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Tuning into Earth season like one. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can you? How fucking insane is that though? Like, mm. if if there was aliens, however many billions of light years away, and they could like build a telescope to see the planet Earth, mm. they would literally be looking at dinosaurs. Yeah. Or, like, whatever was on the Earth Yeah, that's that crazy. It's crazy. Like, they, that would genuinely be what they're seeing. Yep. There's, it's interesting, because when you look at the night sky, like, most of the stars you see are actually dead, but their light hasn't... The end of their light hasn't reached us yet. Yeah. So we're just seeing ghosts of stars out there, most crazy. of them which have, are no longer in existence. Which is just insane. It is insane. The way I love this shit. I could talk about it for hours. Same. That's why I studied astrophysics for a bit. Yeah. It's just like the... the it's ex- too hard though. The, <laughs> <laughs> the universe is just so massive. And to think there's an, a whole nother one or like multiple or like infinite numbers of like other universes out there. Yeah. And the chances, if there are, like the universe is like what, like near a Google meters in diameter or something. Like, in that distance, there's almost going to be... Like, just by chance, there's going to be an almost identical version of you out there. And to think that that may... In another life, the identical version of me continued to study astrophysics. Exactly. I'd love to go to a parallel universe and see, like, the evil version of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's always one, like, they... like doing? No, that's, like, the one they always reference in, um, like... Like sci-fi books when I was like, okay, well, parallel universe. Milk and with his phone in his right pocket. <laughs> that's what he does. No, I move my phone in my left pocket. Oh, yeah. Every other time, phone's in the right pocket. That's, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, like, I know what evil saw we're doing, like, plotting the downfall of, I don't know, something I like. I feel like, I feel like the evil version of you, it would just literally be doing the opposite of what you're doing. So, like... What, well, so it seems friendly and outgoing, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> studying, Actually, an studying English at university. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the devil. <laughs> yeah, sure. makes below average calls all the time. But writes banging essays. But writes banging essays. Facts. Yeah. No, the the concept of other realities is really interesting. Is a fan of Nando's instead of KFC or some shit? <laughs> what do you think? Is it Sam? doesn't like fried chicken? What do I think about other realities? Well, you asked the question. Don't uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think they could exist. I think it's just an interesting concept, like, to think that there's someone exactly like me, but they've just made, like, minor, like, changes. I'm more interested to know less about what I'm doing and more about what is, I guess, what I'm doing in terms of the fact that how has my life has changed because of, like, what decision? Like, if I decided to, like, wash my clothes a day earlier, do I? How much does that change? Yeah, like, does that cause me to then... Your lucky socks. Like... I don't know, like, stay in engineering? Or, I don't know, like, does it, like... What? The butterfly effect. Yeah. Like, if I don't, if I, like, if I get 94% on, like, a test instead of 86, like, what changes? Mm-hmm. And why? And I'm just, like, that, I find that stuff more interesting. Like, things that, like, aren't barely, like, in, con- like, control of, like, you. Mm. And it's just, like, what would that actually have changed? I just find it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um... Because, like, I think about it all the time, like, all these, like, minor things that have happened in life and then it have led to, like, some other, like, very interesting things. Mm. Like, I don't know, like, the fact that you just, like, decided to be, like, backstage manager of, like, the play, isn't that kind of just, like, a minor thing that 
but like, and that doesn't seem like a massive thing at the time. Uh, in terms of a time commitment, it was, but like, then that has led you to like live in this house. Yeah, yep. And then be on the podcast. Like, who would have thought me deciding to be backstage manager of a play would then lead to you doing a podcast with like yeah, three people that that's you true. didn't know? Well, super even cool. bigger, even yeah. bigger, one of us didn't decide to go to college. Yeah. And then none of this would happen either. True. Exactly, yeah. Like, there's, but then the, like, decision before that, like, all of these parents... Yeah, it's a Like, yeah, you, yeah, it could go back all the way back to childhood. Exactly. Where you, where you want to do something I could have gone to a different, different kindergarten. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. If I didn't have that knee injury. You made AFL. If I didn't have shin splints, I definitely would have made the AFL. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. I think, yeah. um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like at multiple like universes has gotten a lot of hype in like media as well, like in terms of movies and stuff recently in the last ten or twenty. Yeah, from like the Marvel documentaries, the Marvel the documentaries. documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just that like like a lot of because I feel like as a concept, it didn't really. It was only big in the scientific community for like like I don't know, maybe a, a bit before the the two thousands. But the now it's like multiverse. Yeah, I reckon most people had never even. Conceived of that thought um, before, oh, I like didn't for a number of years. Like I certainly wasn't in two thousand. No, but like, yeah, it's interesting how it, it's interesting how much of um, like that's that's changed the I guess the the culture because I feel like now it's it's almost an accepted idea that it could be that could be real. Yeah. Wouldn't it be just weird though, eh? Like, I was saying this to, uh, I don't know, someone the other day, but, like, yeah, fuck, wouldn't that just be so, like, life-altering? Like, everything that we worry about in today's day and age, Mm. like, just all the, think about all the, you know, current issues, whether they be, like, like whatever problems that exist in the world today, Mm. whether it be on the more global scale, like poverty... Yeah. And like war or just like on a more, you know, national or even local scale, like political, you know, stuff. But imagine if like that, like it was proven that this existed or like, so there was definitely a parallel universe and someone was visited by like their fucking, their person in another universe yeah, or yeah. like aliens actually came to like earth and like we're alive mm. like imagine how much like that would change our whole perspective on life it would like no one would like yeah like like nothing else would really matter no anymore you know what I mean like your little problems like oh fuck I didn't get Simon in on time yeah yeah who gives who a fuck who cares you know who what I mean who cares you can cross the trans-dimensional barrier exactly. and just find a Find a gas that has completed your assignment. <laughs> that's the thing. That's like, exactly well. Yeah, not that's not exactly my point, but like, <laughs> just how different. Yeah, like your life would be. So, if in, this in, wasn't, so instead of doing our assignment, you'd like learn multi-dimensional travel. Yeah, yeah. If true. this wasn't like well, at the moment, this feels like life. You know, yeah, this yeah. feels like all there is, which is fine because I, I, you know, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> but like, this is all there is. Yeah, and the life that you live. Is the life that you live, and that's all there is to it mm. at, the, at the moment. You're not wrong. But imagine if that happened, and it just made you question 
everything that you've ever lived for. Yeah, you you wouldn't know what reality is. Exactly. But the, like an idea that like I had, because I never like I thought of the two things that like our future technology could achieve. It's like teleportation and time travel. I always thought... Yeah, so that would be fucking wild. I always thought that, like, teleportation, yeah, maybe we get that in, like, a thousand years or something. Maybe we can, we can like, be able to transport particles and be able to, like, group lo- local atoms together into a, the exact form of our of ourselves and, like, be able to move that around the, the universe. Like, I can kind of see that taking place. But time travel is a technology that I just don't think will ever ever be re- like i don't understand how that yeah, could be possible no. i can i can see traveling through space using like like you know gravity war- warping thing and t- like walking to warping technology a and long way time away, but possible technology yeah but like if you think of time travel as just interdimensional travel like it's almost the same thing because you could like time you could instead of time travel to when you were five you just trans-dimensional travel to a universe where you're five years old. Yeah. Yeah. See, even if time travel was discovered, that would still, like, also change everything in your life and change your perspective completely. Mm. But, like, that's, yeah, obviously trans-dimensional is another level of that. Yeah. Like, even deeper, because there's more to it than just travelling through time. Yep. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. Like, I'm not sure if humanity will ever live to that stage because I feel like well, that's the thing because because you can't say right now to yourself if time travel ever exists, come back to this moment in five seconds and pop into this podcast. Yeah, like where am I? You know, five seconds has just gone past. Yeah, I can't see myself. So clearly, in my lifetime, time travel never existed mm. unless I'm in this room right now. But we just can't see future me in the room. So you can go back to moments in time, but you, you can't just, be present. You can't actually be present. In them. Mm. But yeah. that's the thing is that, like, that's the thing with time travel is you could come back to this very moment, but that hasn't happened. So mm. Mm. clearly, there was a. This is not my science segment, but this is an interesting scientific fact about time travel. There's this one, like I, I've read and like watched some videos about this one dude who's like. Um, He's like a professor at a university and he gets no funding because his life ambition is to prove time travel. And so like this university is barely keeping this guy like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, giving him very little funding to do his tests because mm. no one actually wants to like, you know, spe- waste money on him doing useless tests on time travel. Yeah, but yeah. He, he had enough money to just do this like little sample project where he was practic- like sending electrons, like, like... Um, trying to get them to to move through time, and he he managed to get them to move like thirty seconds backwards in time or something like crazy like on a like a on a level it's like ridiculous like that you can move an element backwards through time, but he like through this like tiny little apparatus he was able to change you know the the advent of when um, he recognized a particle returning to one side of the chamber then you know when he um assigned it to to go and so there's like tiny like breakthroughs like that which is like that's kind of interesting that you can do that with subatomic particles it's very interesting whether you can do that with matter like like actual like physical like humans like atomic particles yeah or just like not subatomic not subatomic 
like that's a different story. But yeah, it's pretty interesting that you can get a time delay on particles traveling between two points. That is extremely interesting. And that's like, surely that's motivation to just pour some more money into it. Let's, you know, let's take away our $16 trillion defense budget and put, you know, maybe some money into time travel. Well, I mean, if, if no one ever attacked, there'd be no need for defense, would there? That's true. Let's just all globally agree not to... Yeah, slash the attacking budget. (laughs) (laughs) Then you won't need to worry about defense. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, guys, let's all just get along. It's given me that energy. (laughs) Let's all just get along. Guys, this isn't you. Come on, guys, come on. Let's all just be friends. Maybe that's just... just Someone play Don't Worry Be Happy right now. We're all literally human. Let's just be... Exactly, just be human. Just time travel, guys. It's only one race. (laughs) The human race. Exactly. So... Let's all agree internationally. Instead of I promise money I won't nuke defense, you. You promise not to nuke me. And then we can <laughs> throw our money into time promise, travel. Let's picky swear. Picky swear. <laughs> Imagine if it were that easy. Yeah. Get yeah. Dennis Rodman. De- yeah, Dennis Rodman can be. Dennis Rodman will be the symbol for world peace. He will be. Mark my words. When that man dies, we resent into anarchy. <laughs> Descend. Descend into anarchy. Not resent. <laughs> resent is definitely. Yeah, resent anarchy. Right. I mean, most people <laughs> yeah. would. True. Descend into anarchy. Descend into anarchy. Ah. Yeah, true. Now, now that you've just gone on that, do you want to do your science segment? Yeah, true. Which well, we'll break it up with a fun fact. I mean, I can. I can. Yeah, do you want to do your fun fact? Yeah, we can do my fun fact. Let's do the fun fact. My fun fact is. Um, I like that topic, though. That was good. Thank you. I, I got a little rant in there about Yeah. Anarchy. There was definitely a f- period of time where it was just you and I talking for like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> it was all right, though. Um, I've got a very specific fun fact for, um, our nation. Our nation. To, to, uh, on this podcast. <laughs> so, did you guys know that there has been, um, since 1777, yep. uh, the United States flag was officially modified 26 times. Really? 26 different well, I, I guess if they're adding a flag sense. every time as a state, then... Starting me. The first flag had 13 stripes and 13 stars arranged in a circle. Both stars and stripes represented 13 colonies that declared independence from Great Britain. And each new flag was the addition of new states, as you said. I just think it was very interesting to read that it's been modified 26 times. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of different modifications to it is a lot. A flag. So that's the fun fact. Yeah. That is... I mean... I love the United States. I guess all flags change at a, at a certain point. And I think there's a country now, like India, they're changing their name. And they're changing... Their name? Yep. Yeah, I think it's like Bharat. Bharat. Wasn't it already Bharat? In, like, some? No, I think, like, that's... And they call themselves the Bharat Army in cricket. Like the Barmy Army, but it's I'm Bharat not... Army. I'm sorry, that's like... Like, a lot of Indian people already know it as that. It's just... I think that may have just been a potential name that Britain gave them that the world caught on to. India? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's, that, well, that would have been a way fun effect. India changing its name to Bharat. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Because, I like, you think of the world as static, but it's definitely not like this. Oh, well, yeah. But, like, yeah. It's a very changing place. Yeah, I think it's like how um, Mumbai is often referred to as Bombay because like a miscommunication that's what they like the British thought they'd heard oh, Bombay right. yeah instead of Mumbai is that a thing 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happens a lot, like, where there'll be a different pronunciation for, like, the the native community. Like, um, yeah. Uh, what's Germany in German? It's like... It Deutschland. Deutschland, yeah. Deutschland. Yeah, like, the stuff like that. Do they pronounce, like, a C, like, C-H in, like, Italy and shit as well? Oh. Like, K is tr. What was that one, sorry? Like, in Italy, they pronounce their C's like C-H, like, we do C-H's in Italian or something. Really? Okay. Yeah. There was, I just saw a video, and it was, like, I'm pretty sure I was in, in the, um, I think it was Italian. Yeah. Grand Prix, and the reporter called Daniel Ricciardo, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh. And then they were, like, saying, like, there was comments saying, like, because it was, like, a meme, and they were saying, oh, like, they called him the wrong name, but it's actually, like, right. Right. Like, it's actually the correct way of saying Daniel Ricciardo in... Like with an Italian spin off. Yeah, okay. It's like I went minus Labashane yeah, plays cricket in South Africa. Yeah. They have, they pronounce his album surname like Labuskakni. Mm. So I think that's how it's <laughs> meant to be pronounced, but the Australian public's just called him Labashane that's stuck. Ah. There's a lot of different interpretations of different yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Depending yeah. on where you are. That is a fun fact. But, but anyway. That was fun and a fact. Um okay, science segment. Yes. Um, science segment. This one's actually... Segment of science. I've, All right. I'm actually interested to hear what you have to say. Um, Who? All of us? All of us. Especially Saul. So the title is... <laughs> New evidence indicates patients recall deaf experience after cardiac arrest. I like this. So this is published... Uh, this is a paper published in Elsevier, uh, and the date is the 14th of September um, of this year. So it's very recent. Um, I'll just nice read, I'll just read a, uh, thank you, Saul. I'll just read a, an extract. I should so, have referenced mine. So Please use I at triple E next time. Sorry. I, yeah, too, too used to Harvard. Anyway, I'll actually get on with the, the segment. <laughs> Survivors have long reported having heightened awareness and powerful lucid experience, uh, lucid, lucid experiences, the study's authors say. This has included a perception of separation from the body, observing events without pain or distress, and a meaningful evaluation of their actions and relationships. This new work found these experiences of death to be different from hallucinations, delusions, illusions, or dreams, or the CPR-induced consciousness. The study author, uh, authors hypothesized that the flatlined, dying brain removes natural inhibitory braking systems. These processes, known collectively as disinhibition, may open access to a new dimensions of reality. So this is pretty crazy stuff because it's it's kind of related to what we we're just talking about too. It is, and that's I was going to sort of touch on that. But like they say that included uh, including lucid memories recall all stored memories from early childhood to death. So what these people are seeing that they've interviewed after they've had cardiac arrest for like sometimes hours is that they have recollections of all of their memories from childhood to death in like a really brief, obviously an hour is not long, but like it's their whole life just being condensed into that time. Yeah, that's insane. And it's a shared consciousness. So there's experiences like this have been shared with a lot of other people that have experienced the same thing who have been like brain dead, have no heartbeat, no pulse, for like an hour before they're resuscitated. And they all, like, there's similar, this study is saying that they're all having similar experiences. And this is just from a recount of, like, obviously, 
they have no way of knowing apart mm. from hearing it firsthand from the person. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why this backing is because it's not just a few people that are like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, my yeah. whole life flashed before my eyes in, like, an hour. It's like... No. These people have been in isolation and they've been asked these... Uh, they've been asked in isolation without being consulting with anyone else. Mm. So as soon as they've been brought back to life, they're, like, you know, staying in the hospital and there's, like, a few hospitals across the, the world which are participating in this study. And, like, at the hospitals where they're participating in this study, people that have survived cardiac arrest will then be interviewed at some point um, during their stay at the hospital. How interesting is, like, a study when it's, like, I'm at a hospital, like, on my deathbed, and they want to fucking do a study about me and interview me about my near-death experience. Mm. Like, Like, just studies in general of, like, diseases and shit. Like, it's, like, you know how, like, they record, like, certain number of deaths from, like, a disease or whatever, and it's, like... Mm. You're just like a statistic or like you're a part of a study. But like yeah. at the same time, you're literally in hospital like dying. And like... Yeah. yeah. Like, it is weird. But you're saying it only happens at certain hospitals. It's just an interesting concept of like... Yeah. Depending on what hospital you go to, you might be in a study about the like problem, like the disease you have. Yeah. I or think you it's... might not like... Yeah. It's... Uh, it was... What, there's a couple of hospitals in the UK, I think, and one in America... Um, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's just really interesting. It's part of an ongoing study called Awareness During Resuscitation. Um, and that's like a paper that they, they, they continually update with like new studies of this sort of stuff. So it's obviously an ongoing research topic. But yeah. recent is this like after cardiac arrest um, research, which is really interesting. And yeah. I think that it's all a shared experience. And they were talking about in the article that I read they were talking about how, like, they don't know why it's an evolutionary, like, thing that we've adopted to once we're, like, almost... Once we know we're going to die, like, our brain is flooded with endorphins and, like, 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 um, like chemicals that will give us lucid hallucinations and near, and we'll all perceive, like, memories from early childhood all the way through our life to when we're going to die. Mm. Like, and, like, it's weird that that's an evolutionary thing that we've had like that we've gained and like scientists are not completely sure as to why yeah but it's yeah it's really interesting this is why i said oh yeah at the start because i find this shit really interesting yeah. like i thought you were it's as interesting as like a parallel universe to me because mm. it's like what actually happens to you when you do die yeah and like all that stuff is just very interesting yeah yeah it is um to follow on from that point as well, not not taking away from it, but like to add on to it, mm. do you guys know who Richard Hammond is? Yep, yep. Have you heard about the his like thing that he had? He had, was in a car crash. Wasn't yeah, he? when he had his car crash and his like like explanation of what happened to him. No, I no. haven't heard that. So he was like in the um, I don't know. I, like I've seen the video a couple of times. There's a video of it. And um, I can't give you the exact details right now, but I can pull up the video. He was in a hill. He was in a hill climbing race, wasn't he? In like a like a sports car. And they were doing a, like a time trial. I don't think it was hill climbing, wasn't it? Oh, okay. No, right. I'm pretty sure it was a drag, like a dragster. Oh, this may have been a separate crash then. I think. Either way, he was going extremely fast. Yeah. And the crash looked extremely fatal. Yeah. Like surprised that he didn't die. But um, when he was in like the ICU, so the video, the video of him like explaining this is, he's like, 
I'm not sure where he is, but he's like walking up to like a tree at the top of a hill. Mm. And um, he's like explaining his like experience in the hospital. And when he was like in on life support and like uh, like nearly, you know, very close to death, um, he like had this extremely vivid like hallucination slash dream or mm. whatever where he was like walking up this same hill to this tree, which he's walking to in the video. Mm. And it's like, it's his what there's something to do with his wife that's important in the story as well, but I can't really remember what it is. Mm. But he's like walking towards the tree in the dream. And as he's walking like towards the tree, it's like he's filled with an extreme amount of like contentness and just like happiness and fulfillment with his life. Yeah. And like as he's walking towards the tree, it's like more light. And like things are just like it's like he's walk it's like he's walking towards death. Yeah, yeah. And then right before he like approaches the tree, he wakes up in like the ICU, like f- with like a, I don't know. He becomes conscious again. Mm, mm. And as I said, there's something significant to do with his wife, but I can't remember what it is. And he says in the video that he's now like not afraid of death, and he's like completely okay. Wow. Yeah. With like dying because he's like, at peace with what's going to happen to him when he does die because of that experience. Wow. Because he knows that he'll be, like, walking towards that tree. A warm embrace. And it's, like, a warm, yeah, warm embrace. And he's, like, literally in the exact setting that he's talking about while this video is going on, and he's, like, standing next to the tree, like, at the top of the hill. It's, like, yeah, it's insane. That's so crazy. Wow, that's such a deep... Yeah, yeah, I couldn't... When I... and. I remember the first time I watched it. One of our one of our friends is a nurse, and I remember set because it was like it was there was like a few medical terms being thrown around, and I remember sending the video to him the first time I watched it, mm. and I was like, "Is this like I was like, is there any like because there's yeah there's details that are missing that he could sort of give me like answers on a little bit, mm. and I was just like, this is fucking wild, because um, obviously you know he's a nurse he kind of knows what's going on, um, but. Yeah, there's definitely a little bit more to the video. I'll show you guys after the podcast, but yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's like a near-death experience, I guess. It it's is. like similar along the same lines, I guess. Yeah, right. very much so. Yeah. There's, um, what I've like read like other people who've, yeah, like there's some testimonies of like people that have like died and they're being brought back and they just say that death is such a nice feeling. Like it, it's almost like a, a warm blackness that just, takes over you and you feel like totally at peace mm. which is like just the the last residual energy of your of your being like as you're as you're leaving consciousness just like i don't know filling your head with like lucid you know thoughts and everything and that would be a really calming experience i guess yeah and that's what they've described Sounds it as like it from richard hammond anyway yeah mm-hmm. yeah no it's really interesting anyway i thought that that was an interesting science like a uh, study that's been published recently. So. It's interesting to be like fully content with it all and then being able to just face that, like be standing next to the tree, walking up the hill. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like in the video he says like he gets like really close to the tree and the light becomes like over, like not overbearing, but like, you know what I mean? And then he kind of just like becomes conscious again. Yeah. And it's like he, he kind of feels at peace with like when he does die the exact same thing will happen, but he'll, like, reach the tree and it'll be, like, 
you know, his time is up, but he's like content and fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. It's like the age old saying like when you die, like when you're meant to like you die when you're meant to, you're like welcome death as like an age old friend or something like that. Like mm. there's a lot of quotes like that. Yeah. Mm. Sounds kinda of similar to that, but instead of like death as in like a like a cloaked figure, it's a tree that you approach. Yeah. At least yeah, in in his Yeah, it's so just like a specific setting, a specific hill, a specific tree. Yeah, true. And he says that this is like his like happy place kind of thing. It's like where he feels Do you have any connection to the tree before him? Yeah, yeah, I think so, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so maybe it's something to do with his wife. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I, I again I gotta re watch the video for the details, but there'd probably be like you'd have a different scene for everyone when they like Yeah. Like that would like that scene of the tree place. would just be yeah type of you know a place where you can go where you feel at peace with the world mm. I guess yeah is I think that's the the message and so mm. like it's interesting how different the portrayal of death is for like most of the world it's like you said Sam like a grim reaper with a scythe just yeah. coming around to, to kill you mm. where whereas these people like Richard Hammond describing it as like a just a warm embrace like a, a nut like a yeah Mm. Like a light that's warm and uh, just a like a happy place that you go yeah, to. Yeah, peaceful. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. Interesting, but also like terrifying. Is it terrifying? It makes it seem so... I, I, think, I think I used to be very scared of dying, but I feel like I'm less scared of dying now. I'm scared of dying young. Like, I don't want to die now. Yeah, I don't want to die now either, but Maybe like... In like I'm, Six months. But, like, if you were really, if you were, like, really properly scared of it, like, well, I don't know if you do experience this, but, like, when you get behind the wheel to, like, drive somewhere, you'd be like, fuck. I'd, like, in the next 20 minutes while I'm driving somewhere, someone could veer into me and, and crash, and it could be all over. Yeah, yeah. But, like, personally, I don't really I don't have really those. About it. I guess the day-to-day travelling a lot. Like it just knocks. you don't really think about it, yeah. But like I, I don't know. I think I just feel a lot more scared of death than I am now. Yeah, yeah still wouldn't want to die young. No, but like I think that the scary part is the pain before happens. death. But at the same time, I take less dumb risks than I used to. Yeah, but we all do like like the sort of dumb shit you do as kids. Like for example, but you never intend to die if you do something dumb. Like the, but that, but in that sense, like like you know exactly scared of death in that situation because I've had instances like in a past where I'm looking back now I'm like like why on earth did I do that I'm never doing that again that was so dangerous yeah but at the time like but I'm thinking oh shit this is so much fun so I mean yeah I just don't think of death as a consequence then but well no that's the idea you don't think of it as a consequence when now you realise that it is a consequence mm. but at the time it's not necessarily out of self preservation but you're doing it out of fun Mm. So, yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, fair. Pop culture segment? Yeah. Go for it. I've got a couple of um, of things for you. A couple more fun facts or pop culture segment? No, we touched on the um, blindside thing last episode, didn't we? Yeah. We did, yeah. Did we have more to discuss about the Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis or did we also do that last episode? Uh, I don't think about the restraining order and stuff. I haven't done any research on that. that, We We didn't talk about that on the podcast. Oh, we didn't. We didn't talk about the restraining order and stuff. So there is a few things to note, though. Is that it's two interesting concepts because they kind of clash against each other. One of them is that Nina 
um, who is the fiance. I don't mm. know her last name. Doesn't matter. It's going to be Paul. Is, is getting a restraining order against Dylan, Dylan Dennis. Yeah. But Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis, whoever, if Dylan Dennis wins the fight, um, maybe it's Dylan O'Dennis. Anyways, I can't remember now. Um, if Dylan O'Dennis wins the fight, is it just Dennis? Okay. Sure. Anyway, if he <laughs> wins the fight, if he wins the fight, he is um, Logan Paul's best man at the wedding. Like that's that's what they put on the line. Really? No way. But if Logan Paul wins, then Dylan Dennis doesn't make any money off the fight. Like that's the deal. Is it like yeah? It's Logan just Dylan Paul, Dennis, not that's, Dylan O'Dennis. Logan Paul look. gets Dylan Dennis's that's whole almost, like bag from the fight. But it's still, still a lose lose for Logan Paul though. Like Dylan Dennis is still going to get all the publicity, even though he doesn't get much money. What? Well, well, yeah. It's true. <laughs> I agree. But I'm just, I'm saying, but I find it crazy because that's how confident Logan Paul is. I, I think he would be doing, be doing it as a win. He wouldn't look at it as a loss in any way because I'm still very sceptical about the way this whole thing's set up. I think yeah, Logan Paul... It's just a publicity stunt for Logan Paul to fucking beat the shit out of him, I reckon. I think Logan Paul is very confident that he's going to win. Oh, it's got, got an us talking that's about a, it. I, I think <laughs> win, lose or draw, he wouldn't really give a shit. I think that's just crazy. Imagine if he was the best man at the wedding. Yeah. Right? That would be fucking insane. That's insane, yes. I agree. Some would probably tell me that the wedding may not happen if that were the case. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Is um, this... It, it's... It's um, it's boxing, yeah? It's just... Is it a boxing yes. match? Because that's what Jake does as well. He just does boxing. Yeah. 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 I actually... Um, Dylan Dennis is an MMA fighter though. Okay. So there's a bit of controversy about that. Yeah. I actually watched... Because um, I've sort of been getting into boxing a little bit recently, as you guys are aware. Um, I actually watched some boxing last night um, before I went to bed. And it's it's quite... it's very It is very different to like... MMA fighting, isn't it? Yeah, like UFC and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's very, very different. Because, like, as soon as, like, there's any sort of grappling or grabbing or anything like that, like, the referees are fucking screaming at you, like, you know, get off on them and, like, punch you out of it and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just very, very, very just punching and that's it. Yeah. And it's just very interesting to watch. And I think it's, like, it's... I found it quite strange because I've never really been one to watch much fighting. But, like, I was sitting there... And one of the fights that I watched was actually a really, really good one. I can't remember what their names were, but it was like, I think it was welterweight, maybe. It was weight division. It was very light, like they were like 57 kilos or some shit. Featherweight? Welterweight? I think it was welterweight. Um, and it went eight rounds and like no knockouts. And even though one of the guys had done nine fights and like seven of them were knockouts or whatever, like he'd won all nine. Mm. Um, and you find yourself, like it was a great fight and the commentators are saying that because I don't really know, but I, I enjoyed watching it. But you find yourself just like barracking for someone to just get knocked down. Like, yeah. you're just like, yeah, I'd really love to see this guy just fucking. And it's just weird. That is like, I enjoyed the full eight round fight, but I just found myself the whole time waiting for a really good punch that would just knock someone out, which is just so weird to me. But the moment when it does, you watch... it's like the moment it does happen, and you're like, oh, that's it, it's over. Yeah, but and it's all sort of dips. True. True, but it's still like, because it was like a eight, three minute round. So it was like a 24 minute fight. Mm. So I was literally sitting there because it was like a highlight. It wasn't live. Mm. It just like skipped between the rounds really quick. So I was literally, I just sat there and watched 24 minutes straight of boxing, which was great. But like the whole time you're kind of like, ooh, like when's the knockout punch going to come? You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I just find it so interesting because I've always grown up as someone watching ball sports 
And anytime you see someone get knocked, you're like, fuck, like that's terrible. Like it's not good, you know? No, like no. it sucks. And you think about like, the repercussions of getting concussed and knocked out. Exactly. But like but when you're watching you're boxing, you're barracking for barracking it. Barracking for it, exactly. <laughs> it's a weird incentive, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like for but, the supporters. But it, yeah, but it was like, like, and then the main event, which I watched afterwards, um, again, it was just highlights, but it was one round and within the first minute and a half, the other bloke knocked the guy out. And it was like, it was equally as enjoyable because he just fucking knocked him out. Like it was... He, he, like, I think it was TK, like, he fell to the ground three times and then they called it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was awesome. So, yeah. anyway, and it's just, like, it's just weird to be like, oh, that guy got knocked out, but that was great, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is quite an, a weird energy around it, especially, like, in terms of, like, the concept that, like, if you're watching it in a public setting, it feels like you're almost a little bit scared because everyone's just, like, up and about and mm. they're watching fighting and then you just, like, think, Jesus, this bloke to my left gonna... Just beat me up if I look yeah, at him well, or something. Every time I like watch footy or basketball or something, I just want to play. Like, I just want to go out for a shot. You know, if I'm yeah. basketball, I want to go out and have a yeah, shot at basketball. True, true. Like yeah. if I'm watching boxing, you know, That's, what if, if I just you, want to start punching? By someone? the same logic, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it definitely was filling me with a bit of like, yeah. like I want to be. If there, I had right. some gloves on right now, I'd be fucking. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. It's interesting. That's it's exactly did. how I feel when I watch curling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just very interesting because that's the first time that I've watched any form of fighting mm. since I did my first like boxing session that I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you you watched some butterbean footage. On oh, true, 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 that's true, true, true. I, I did watch some butterbean footage, but like, yeah, <laughs> like modern has it, fighting has it made you appreciate like the boxing like boxing t- techniques more? Like yeah, I think so. I mean, it. I've only done one session, yeah. but like, yes, definitely, because I would only ever watch it for like the fact that they're just going to punch each other. Yeah. But now that I know like a bit more about technique and stuff, I'm like, yeah. Cause yeah. it's like cool. It is cool. Yeah. Mm. I like when I, I, look forward I, to exploring it further. When I watched, um, like I, when I did karate, I'd watch, um, professional like group Carter at like, like world championships for Shotokan karate, like in the, across the world. And they have like, like if you were to be an average audience member and you were to watch that, um, like you just watch three people do a synchronized sit some synchronized movements and you're like oh yeah that looks kind of i mean that looks pretty clean that looks nice but i could probably do that if i really tried yeah having like done that for i don't know 12 years and then watching the pros do it it's like ridiculous like not only are the movements so precise but like the flexibility and the technique and the strength that these dudes have and the control over their own body yeah. that these dudes have, not to mention how synchronous they move with everyone else in the, in the team. Like, it's just ridiculous. Do they actually do karate fights? Uh, they do sparring, yeah, yeah. The ones that That's I... World Championship sparring, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's point sparring. It's not like MMA or boxing. It's like, like you have to get around someone's guard and you get it. It's not like pummel someone. Or, like, knock them out. It's more like everyone's wearing pads. And the idea is you have to be really quick with your movements and you're targeted. And if you if you do get, like, a light knock to your head, then they'll call point to the other side. And yeah. they'll win by points. Right. Um, there's never really... A, if you knock someone out, you get disqualified in <laughs> sparring. Like, that's the idea. Yeah. It's meant to be non-contact. But... Um, or not... It's meant to be contact, but like light contact. Non-contact in the way that basketball is. Yeah, but like the not actually the the thing that I like sparring. I feel like is on a lower level because I mean, obviously, you need a lot of skill and reaction time and 
but those things you just train for. Whereas Carter, there's like, I don't know, it's just so much more impressive than if you were to watch an, a local karate show, like do like a Carter presentation, than if you were to watch the the world championships. Mm. It's just really interesting. But yeah, um, yeah, um, if you did that, if you got the same out of it, like watching bo- professional boxing. And then trying to do it yourself and realise how like hard it is to coordinate all those movements. I definitely enjoyed it more watching it last night than I ever have before. Mm. Mm. Because of knowing a little bit more about it now. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Fair enough. Anyway, you can continue your pop culture segment, mate. Sorry about that. All right, mate. Uh, change, change of events. So, as we all know, um, the Spanish um, women oh, just that's won the, what um, we had to remember. the World Cup. Yes, ah, we're all aware of yeah. Spanish women won the World Cup. Yeah. Really? Okay. Congre- you, you watched the I'm game. I'm pretty confident you watched the game. I don't think I did. You most Spain definitely did. With us. The Women's World Cup. I, don't, I didn't watch all of it. Oh, I didn't Spain watch the end won. of it. But you watched the second half. So you, you, I didn't watch the last... I don't know. I didn't... Yeah. What was the score? 1-0, was it? Was it 1-0? 2-0. 2-0, I think, I thought. I can't remember. I can look it up quickly if you want to look it up while I continue on. Yeah, I can look it up. Anyways... The Spanish women won. Yep. And obviously huge celebrations. And what happens when the women win is that the president of the Spanish football like um, association. league association um, like present all the Spanish women their medals. And um, the Spanish FIFA president, as he was presenting everyone their medals, is like hugging everyone and celebrating, as, as you'd think a president would because he's um, incredibly happy. Um, but then he, all the hugs and all of this is getting live streamed. This is all live on national television mm. and he's hugging them all. And then it's becoming a bit intimate. And then he straight up kisses one of the women mm. that he's handing the medals. He like, then they hug and then he kisses them. And everyone was like, what just happened? They were, everyone was kind of in shock. They were like confused why that happened. Yeah. Anyways. Celebrations go on like normal, like nothing stops. They're just kind of like, it's just like the heat of the moment, everyone's celebrating. Anyways, later on, like the um, Spanish women are in the locker rooms and the, um, the, the woman who got kissed um, is in, like live streaming on Instagram, like celebrating with like the world and like her teammates and they're just really happy. And people are like commenting and like asking like, what what happened with the kiss? Like, why did that happen? Like, did you like are you guys close? And she basically responds with no, like we're not close. I did not like the kiss. Like very publicly on like an Instagram live that like a lot of people like tuned into because like she's a Spanish woman who's just won the World Cup. Anyways, so then like this whole statement came out and like everyone starts like coming at this guy, mm. like the president of the Spanish um, Football Association saying, why did you kiss, like, this, like, is completely, like, unfair and sexist that you've done this. And, um, you'd think that, um, this, like, the president of the Spanish Association would just... One nil. One nil. Would just admit he's wrong. Be like, sorry, guys. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Like, as you should do, like, it was the heat of the moment. Whatever, whatever excuse you want to make up, he should apologise. Because clearly she didn't want it. No. Which she's made very public. And the whole world is, like, against you now. He then goes on to say, makes a public statement saying to the whole world, which translates to English, that you shouldn't pay, like, the world shouldn't pay attention to idiots and stupid people, and the kiss 
was a celebration between two friends. Which is basically, he doubled down on the fact that he kissed her, essentially. He's not apologising. He's saying, I'm not going to apologise. People are making up stuff. And it was a kiss between two friends. She then goes on to make another statement saying, at no point did I feel comfortable about the kiss. And it was not like a shared moment between two friends. And the whole world is like calling for his head. Oh, a bunch of Spanish women start signing petitions to then not play for play. Mm. If he's the... Um, there was people who didn't actually play for Spain in this World Cup because he was the president. And then there were more people signing this petition and yeah, call, right. essentially calling for his head. And the whole Spanish Football Association doubled down. They didn't do anything, anything to punish him, anything to like make him step down. He, all, he basically does like a Wolf of Wall Street moment where he's like saying he's not leaving his position, he's not like going to resign, all that. Like basically everyone's calling for his head and he's doubled down on everything he's done. And the only repercussions that has happened since this is that FIFA, like of the whole, you know, like the whole football association. Not the video game. Yes. The governing body. The governing body <laughs> have, had, have suspended him for 90 days and launched an investigation into all this. And that is the only repercussions that have happened so far. But this just was a massive... Like, just political thing that happened after Spain won the World Cup. Yeah. Which we probably could have discussed two podcasts ago. We kept forgetting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also says that she's been left out of the Spain squad. Which I don't really understand where they're playing next, but... They have, like, European championships. yesterday's news, yeah, potentially. And it says the football world has been left in shock after star Jenny Hermoso, which is the woman that was kissed. Yeah. was left out of the Spain squad following the World Cup kiss scandal with Spanish football president Luis Rubiales. Yes. Yeah, you say it. Yeah. But yeah, 90 days from FIFA. Yes. Crazy. And they also yeah. sacked their coach, which is weird as fuck as well. Yeah, there was also... George Vilda was sacked as Spain's women's football coach weeks after going inside to World Cup glory. So they're all in just shambles. Yeah, well, there's lots of investigation, so maybe things are being exposed and things are being released. It just would have been so much better if England had have won because, you know, that would have meant St Kilda were going to win the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, but true. Anyway, true. It is what it is. Yeah. In another universe, maybe. Maybe. That would never be the honest That's a crazy thing. thing. I just find the most crazy thing about the whole thing is that this, like... The Spanish president just doubled down and like refused to back down. From... Well, it's also yeah. really unfortunate because, like, the whole, especially over in Australia, I was talking to some of my buddies, and um, like the whole thing took took off in Australia, from what I've heard. And just... there was a lot of um, <laughs> we need to stop this joke at some point. <laughs> there was a lot of like backing. For, you know, like women's sport and uh, women's soccer, you know, what women's football rather, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and like the fact that it was really a positive thing, I think, for women's sport, the whole World Cup, especially in Australia, from what I've heard. Um, and then it ends like that. Like it's just yeah, a really it? unfortunate way to end, like a really empowering, yeah. like... Yeah, moment yeah. in time for women's sport yeah. to f- end yeah, with like well. you know sexist, note, yeah. sexist scandals and you know just like poor behaviour from a man yeah when it's like you know a women's like it's a celebrating like it was a women's time, yeah. yeah exactly yeah yeah so it, it was a really sour way to end such a positive yeah. like time for humanity mm. 
Yeah, think. that's very well said. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, crazy. Anyway, we yeah, won't go on that too crazy. much. It has been quite a time. Um, just a little side note. Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Guts, is out. Is that your same song? No, it's still say that. No one wants to listen to that, man. Maybe okay. some people do. A lot of people Maybe do. not Clearly. us. <laughs> it's like the number one album trending right now. So. I'm sure you'll want to listen to it, won't you, mate? You'll have your music. I mean, it's, hurt. it's a bit rough to just cuss it out before you've even had <laughs> a chance, mate. That's true. I still find it crazy that you'd never listen to Good For You, like last year. You didn't just stumble across it at all? No, I did. Cap, no, you said I introduced you to the song. Yeah, probably. I 100% did. The first yeah. time you ever heard it. I have heard it. Let's say like, it just took me a while. It, no, I, it I was, just, I never song. like seeked it out. I just, I just stumbled across exactly. it. And I feel like that, so many people would have because it was a very popular song. Well, I probably would have had Sam have not shown me, but I feel like Sam showed me reasonably early. No, I didn't. What time to show The me? song was already at least a number one hit. Fair I, enough. I don't really listen to it. Was it like released in 21 as well? Yeah. I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really listen to that sort of stuff. Anyway, so yeah, give. What's called, your Sam song? It's called Guts. Oh, Sam song. Let me just. Oh, I know it actually. Sure, you'll give us a one-hit wonder. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be. Fuck, that was so long ago. Give, <laughs> give myself to you by the Dregs, which is gonna be at the festival. They're actually they are actually at the festival, yeah. unlike Fountain of the Fountains, Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Fa- Fountains um, of Wayne. I can't remember. Song, song. Give myself to you by the Dregs. It's a leap. Um, yeah, yeah. The Drakes are a really underrated band, man. Yeah. Right. Looking forward to listening to them. Flex. Me too. And then, what are they? Indie rock? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. If I had to guess, um, yeah, indie band. And um, probably the most interesting thing, and I'm very curious to know if the um, house knows this. Mm. Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner are dating. Didn't know. I, I actually heard, heard a that. bit of a rumor. Yes, they're dating. Yes. Officially, officially, they there was rumors about so for a no while. Kylie and Travis babies, then yes, that sucks. How old is um, Chalamet? That's what I was gonna how, ask. How old, how old do you guys think? Surely she's older. Are. Yeah, she's. How sure. old do you think? I'm gonna older? guess that she. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, guess, gonna, I'm gonna guess Timothy's like 20, 25, 27. I was gonna say twenty six. I'm gonna say and Kylie's thirty one. I'm gonna so, say Tim's late twenties, Kylie's mid thirties. Um, Timothy Chalamet is 27, Kylie Jenner is 26. 27. Oh, really? shit. 26. 26. Yeah. Wow, she's been fucking popular. Be, yeah, time. I know. She's the younger, like Kylie and Kendall are the two younger ones. Is Kendall older or younger? Yeah, I think they're, are they, they're twins or sisters. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're twins. But they're like very they're twins. I thought they're Kendall also was... Sisters. True. I thought Kendall <laughs> was younger. Kendall Let might be a little bit younger. Like. Get it up, Jamie. Kylie. Well, I suppose the no, whole Kendall's family. twenty-seven. There you go. Well, I feel like the whole family just like got famous at once years and years ago. Yeah. So that's why I believe that while well, thought she would have been older. Yeah, Timothy. How old do you think Kim Kardashian is? I'm gonna say mid thirties now. And Kylie Jenner just turned twenty-six like a month ago. Yeah, so. true. Kim Kardashian's forty-two. No, then really late thirties. Um, I, I initially thought because um, Travis Scott's 32 that Kylie Jenner would be a lot older than Timothy Chalamet but she's like a year and a half younger and I think that's because like obviously to get in the acting scene you've got to be having a crack at it for a while before you actually break in 
Yeah. I think he also looks a lot younger than he is. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was going with my logic play, as well. He was, he was playing like a teenager only like a couple, few years ago. Well, in June, he's meant to be someone who's 16, so... He does look very young. Paul Atreides in June. Oh, yeah. And that was only like 2021 or something. It's 2020. Well, there's another one coming at the sequel to it, and he's still went through the same age. No, he's meant to be 18. I've read the book, man. He's read the book, man. Read the book. Remember when we did like a fucking full book review thing on this podcast? Like a few. I like, remember that. That was like good. When Saul wasn't on. I love that book. I like. Did I you should to read that? more books and just so. do. That's, a, that's gonna be a great movie. I'm very keen. I'm also keen for the new Hunger Games. So Having read the book, how old is he? 27. What did we say? 27. 27. And he's playing an 18 year old. Well, he played a 16 year old at like 25. But yeah. 24, 27. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he's 27 playing an 18 year old. But. Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks... He looks he 18. Does, he, does yeah, he doesn't look like old, Tom Holland's a similar age, and he's been Spider-Man for a bit. True. And he's he's not 27, is he? He'd be about 25, 26. How old do you think he is? I was going to say... He's a bit older than us. Tom like Holland? five years older than us. Tom maybe. Holland is 27. Oh, damn. Same I was wrong. Age. Yeah, right. Spot on, mate. So... Yeah, they all they get compared to each other a lot. Um, they do. That's why. Hugh Calder and Tom Holland. How yeah. old is Zendaya? Because they broke into the same industry at the same time. She'd be about. She might be a bit older, maybe twenty eight. She was like a Disney actress for ages. Well, she's also she's meant to be like fourteen in June. In the what? She's twenty seven. Yeah, to be fair, Chaney. she can pass as like a lot younger than she is. Already. Yeah, that's the same. With she's Baldwin. meant to be two years well, younger. Yeah, Chaney. Chaney's Don't they fall in love? Yeah, Cheney's meant to be. That's weird. Paul's meant to be sixteen. She's meant to be like fourteen. And then in the new one, eighteen and sixteen. Yeah. Okay. That's just okay. <laughs> just okay. Can you guys think of examples where like I'll let it slide? <laughs> people who are playing child actors have, have like outgrown the role and like they've had to find ways. So. Yeah. Heaps. Stranger Things. Stranger the, Things, Game of Thrones. The one that comes to mind for me is um, Prison Break. Like the kid that. that plays um, Lincoln's son, like is, because it runs over like 12 years and the kid, and it's supposed to only be like a few months in time. Mm. They had to like find ways to get the kid out of um, scenes because, well, he'd obviously aged a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. right. Because it was only meant to be like 14, 15 when it happened and obviously by the end of the 12 years, he's, well, aged 12 years and yeah. probably couldn't pass the teenager anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. very interesting to watch like TV shows that have like children in them mm. and like the difference between like the early seasons and the later seasons. Like what comes to mind immediately for me is like have you guys seen Modern Family? Yeah. Like how different is Modern Family like with Manny from like the first few seasons to like the last few? He's yeah. one of my least favorite characters in. But TV. like but like and same with like Lily and stuff. Like Lily's yeah. like a baby at the start and then she's like a f- like proper, you know, adult. Like not an adult, but like she's like, she's like a teenager. teenager by the end of it. So like, if you watch like an episode from like season one, yeah. and then you watch one from like I don't know how many seasons there are, but like season eight or season ten or whatever. Yeah. Like the difference between the that show. Is, Whereas good. like with yeah. like the Big Bang Theory is another example. Well, I mean, not an example, but like an example of a TV show that went for a while. You go from season one where it's like just pretty much just the five main characters. And then you go to like season ten, and there's no kids, so nothing's like changed in terms of like ages really. Like obviously they're a bit older, mm. but like they're just still adults, so it's not that big of a difference. But the only difference is like extra characters, more cast, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that'd be that'd be due, due to the budget as well. Yeah, it would increase. So if you watch from like season one to season like ten, and it's in season ten, it's just an episode that doesn't really have the extra characters in it. You're like, oh, there's not much difference. 
But if you watch like Modern Family or like Two and a Half Men or something like that from like season one to like season ten, it's very different because of like the kids that have grown up and like they just play a completely different role in the TV show now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Gonna say like casting for like Game of Thrones as well. Not I haven't seen the show, but I've read most of the books. And like Daenerys is meant to be fourteen, um, and she's played by Amelia Clark, who's I would have guessed is probably I don't know at least she'd be early twenties when they started filming. Yeah, she probably would have been early twenties when they first started. Yeah, and there's like so she was meant to be like fourteen or something, and then like, but the others were all cast when they were pretty young, like the the children, like. Like Sansa and Arya, and like others of the, like the Stark children, and they've all grown up now. Yeah, yeah. Same with Harry Potter as well. But they did. I was fairly, up that example. They did a fairly good job of filming pretty consistently, and they're only like yeah. at the end. I guess like the last movie, um, when they're all meant to be eighteen, they're probably like, you know, tw- early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. But you know the whole process, yeah, was very consistent. Like they started the process when like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, they ended it when they were like nineteen, twenty. Feel particularly when you see like the actors who start out younger. If you essentially see them grow up on screen, if that makes sense. Yeah, like people will always look at Daniel Radcliffe and go, "That's Harry Potter." Yeah, yeah. I also think, but at the same time, like um, who else? Who's like another? Say the girl who, the lady who played Professor McGonagall was in each one of those. Yeah, but you could still probably distinguish other elements of her acting career because she wasn't like that wasn't what yeah necessarily well her. got her famous yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's about getting uh, yeah, growing up with them slash getting them like them getting famous yeah like your example just with Bodden Family if I see the people who play like Lily Manny Luke or no, anything else yeah, I just yeah. mainly think oh that's the Modern Family actors yeah 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 but it's not like like when I see like well not that they were really in most of those actors weren't really in any other like, oh, I think the dude, that, the dude that plays Jay already had a very distinguished acting career. But... Yeah, and um, Gloria as well. Yeah, but like when you see, like if you, I don't, I don't even know anything else that like fills in. But like if you saw Phil in it, you'd be like, "This is fucking Modern Family," mm. right? But that's because Phil was like probably the most, like the most um, protagonist character in the show. I would say. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you see like one of the kids, you also associate it with it because like you saw them like grow up. While yeah. watching mm. it, kind of thing. Yep, yep. Whereas, like, if you see like Gloria, you don't always like automatically think of her because she didn't grow up during it, and she also like has been pretty prominent in other movies as well, like other yeah. things as well. I'd say there's like exceptions as well, though. Like um, Emma Watson has probably had her own like career apart from Harry Potter. I feel like she had to work like unbelievably hard for that though. Yeah. She's done like other movies like Beauty and the Beast and like mm. you know, a few other things. I it's, think she's recognised outside of that franchise yeah. as her own like... I think you, you have to work really hard and you also have to um, be in something equally as iconic. Like I think Emma Watson would have had a lot harder of a job to escape that role if she wasn't in like Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Because like Beauty and the Beast again equally as iconic. Like Tom Holland has been in, like, two or three pretty iconic things since, um, like, his acting career. Same with, like, Timothy Chalamet. So it's, like, kind of yeah. hard. So oh, Timothy Chalamet's his own entity, I guess. But, um, like, Spider-Man, obviously, is an extremely iconic role. Yeah. And so it'd be very easy to, like... Like, Tobey Maguire, for example, is kind of shelved as that. Yeah. Whereas, like, Andrew Garfield isn't necessarily shelved as mm. Spider-Man and neither is... Tom Holland, mainly because they've done a lot of other stuff outside that. True. Yeah. And so it's very hard. Yeah. And it just depends, like, 
it's everyone has their big break, I guess. Like Margot Robbie had her big break on like the Wolf of Wall Street, but she's also done a lot of good stuff since. So she's not just gonna be the Wolf of Wall Street character. Zendaya did a lot of big stuff before she was in Spider Man. Yeah. So yeah. like she's not even some people would barely even associate it with Spider Man. So yeah, it's hard true. to true. kind of um Harry Potter is just its own thing as well. Because it's just so hard. Robert Patterson as well. There's yeah. a lot of... Um, mm. They've taken a very similar route. Like, you might have not heard of anything that... I guess Robert Patterson's been in... Like, he's the Tenant, is in Batman. Oh, but that's, that's what I was about to talk about. Daniel Radcliffe has done a similar thing. They're in something so iconic. Robert Patterson was in Twilight. Um, Daniel Radcliffe was in Harry Potter. Both of those are very, like, iconic roles that are very hard to escape. What both actors did essentially, because they realised all of a sudden that they were just like shelved as these characters. They don't want to be typecast as like Harry Potter or like um, Edward Cullen, who's like the Twilight actor, a Twilight character. So what they both did, which is just kind of like, they both took their own path. I don't think they were trying to copy each other, but it's just a very, um, we talk about this in like performing arts, is it's a way to then like kind of re-control your own narrative. Um, You start doing independent films. Um, like lo- lower budget normally normally not as popular as well um, but then at least you get to control your own narrative and then you kind of build those up on each other until you basically make a full comeback whereas like Robert Patterson essentially did that and his comeback is like the Batman Yeah. so he's like not only has he like done re-controlled his narrative he's then reworked himself as an like actual serious actor yeah. so and he's been right, done that at all um, no, he's still trying to build that up. It's very hard because I feel like Harry Potter's probably more iconic than Twilight. Undoubtedly, I don't even know Robert Patterson was in Twilight. I don't exactly. And also, Harry Potter is the name of like the franchise. Twilight is like, there's like three main characters. That is a good point, actually. When it's like named after the character. It's so hard for it's so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's like yeah. undoubtedly... Yeah, probably is a reason why maybe Emma Watson had a bit of an easier time yeah. being able to do so because... Well, yeah, but like, Rupert Greens as well, he hasn't really tried to do any acting since. Yeah. Like, I mean, does, does he really need to, though? <laughs> no. Like, he said he, he said in interviews, like, we've made enough money. Like, Daniel Radcliffe doesn't have to do any acting. Like, if he yeah. plays his cards right, we're fine. Yeah. But, like, Emma obviously wanted to pursue an yeah. acting career. And I guess... I mean, if you're not well. do, if you're not in it for the money, well, Daniel's in like t- like TV shows and stuff, a lot of independent stuff. Yeah, no, nothing that you guys. Would I was going to say a big one for actors being typecast in is like James Bond. Like yeah. that's why Daniel Craig really wanted to get out. I think Doctor Who as well. Yeah, like you once you once you're in one of those roles, you don't want to become the face of James Bond. Yeah. Could potentially steer into it, like for example, The Rock or Tom Cruise. Yeah, because like they always get typecast. I mean. It may not be the. It may be the most for some people. It wouldn't be the most fulfilling career, but it would make you like acting. It also get play money. Make your like acting job a bit easier because you only have to play like one certain role, and everyone else wants that. It feels like who you are as a character. Tropic Thunder. That's not quite a typecast, I would say. No, no. But like every other movie he's ever been in has been a Mission Impossible esque movie. That's true. But the thing is, and I would say it's different with The Rock. That's his best movie. Okay. Good chat. Anyways. I'm just saying. Tom, Tom Cruise and um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I don't know why I said his full name. Um, <laughs> both, it's very it's different. Because they're, like, they're probably producing the a rock. lot of their own stuff. Yeah. Like they're kind of in control of like what they're casting essentially because oh, they Adam have... Oh, Sandler's a great example as well. They, yeah. They're basically funding their own movies. And so like you, they can't really be mad well, at... Like, most paid actor of all time is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
Exactly. Make more sure makes rock. Yeah, exactly. Makes more money than Leonardo DiCaprio than all of all the other like exactly. mainstream actors. He makes the most. And it's just because he's be fighting his own movies. He plays himself in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> but he has an but audience. But doesn't Leonardo like, do that though? Everyone like love love to uh, less time in it's like seeing yeah. acting coaches, etc. We talk about that at uni a bit about how like people who's act who just want to like make heaps of money and just do their own thing as opposed to people who actually like. Are kind of in love with like the art of acting. Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch is or oh, um is like a great example of that. Or like um mm. because he um like not only is he in, he's in a lot of like iconic stuff, but also um like pr- like um once or twice a year he'll be in like a probably not that's an exaggeration, but like every second year or so he's in like a play or a theater show mm. like Frankenstein or like a bunch of random stuff. And like, which is like not mainstream, and like none of you guys probably would have known that. I think I know. He Kevin Spacey is another example. Yeah, that he does that. I think Benedict Cumberbatch Batch played like Hamlet or something, or yeah. like something similar to that, or like Macbeth or something. Exactly. He's. Uh, I think he's played Macbeth. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, but Dwayne the Rock Johnson's the, that guy. And so it, show, it just shows like the art of like their like love for acting mm. over like the like financial side of it, and I'm sure they're probably still getting paid pretty well to do those theater shows. But, um, like, obviously the fact that they're doing them as well as doing movies, like, um, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe has this amazing... Do you know Rupert Grint, funny fact, what he spent his money on after yeah. the Harry Potter movies? He bought an ice, ice cream, cream truck and, and toured the UK. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Really? Yeah. Giving long, free ice cream to kids. They all talked about what they were going to do with their money after, like, like after everything. Um, Emma Watson said that she was going to, like, um, like, sa- like, save it up and, like, invest it. Um... Daniel Radcliffe had no idea and Rupert Grint said he's going to buy an ice cream truck. And, the and they, they're all like 13 when they say this and they all did basically what they said. For the longest time, I thought Ed Sheeran was Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> so did a lot of people, to be fair. But also, on what you said before as well, Daniel Radcliffe had this, like what you said about they have enough money, they don't need to do anything else. Mm. Um, ha- um, Daniel Radcliffe said, um, it, someone's asked him in an interview after he'd finished all the movies saying, how does it feel that like, 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 uh, basically anything you do after this is never going to measure up. Which I think is such an insane That's question to ask someone. Question. And he responds with it perfectly. He's very easily media trained, clearly. Um, is that he says, yeah, but, like, no one else will either. Which I think is a perfect response. It's like, no one else is going to surmount to, like, what Harry Potter is in terms of the fact that Damn. there's no, not really ever going to be a role as a, iconic as, like, Harry Potter. No, because it's like no one's no one's like rebooted it. Like you, you might say Spider Man or Batman, but that's re- been rebooted five or six times. Both of those, no one's probably gonna. Yeah, they true. might repeat Harry Potter if they came out with a like a in like ten years or something, or even now with a, like a, a new version of Harry Potter. They wanted to do the the, the series again yeah. with a new list of character, new list of actors. Yeah. Like no one's gonna like that is Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. Yeah, great it's like Tony Stark is Iron Man. Man. Yeah, it's like the, there's a few there's a few roles that Robert just, Downey Jr. or like um Robert Downey, yeah who did I say Robert Tony Stark, Stark which is accurate yeah but it's the comic book yeah that's name. the Comic book, <laughs> like yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, or like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yes. Exactly, that's another one. There's where you just like there's just people yeah. that have to be in a certain role. Pop culture segment. They just got divorced. Him and his wife. I know. Yeah, yeah they that, did. That, yeah. Do you know how they got together? A wholesome story. He no. got he got drunk at a party once, and they're washing dishes, and he says, and she, he she said something like, "Why are you like?" Because he like broke a plate accidentally, and then she's like, "Why are you like?" 
like, are you good? Are you too drunk? And he's like, yeah, I'm too drunk, but it's mainly because I've just got a crush on you. And then, um, and then he's like, he feels like an idiot because he's just said that. And she responds with, oh, that's a bit awkward because, like, they were also, like, starring in a movie together when he said this. So it was, like, awkward that he brought that up. Yeah. And then she said, oh, that's a bit awkward because I've also got a crush on you too. Which I just think is a very wholesome story. Oh, that's nice. And then they ended up, you know, like, dating after the movie. And, and they were, like, and really then, keen advocates for, like, adopting children as well, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Anyways, I think... Is that the um, Wow. Wasn't... Wasn't... Um... What there was something controversial about J.K. Rowling, wasn't there? Wasn't she like extremely? She, um, back in like 2015, 2016, she released statements that she, um, like she started releasing all these statements that she doesn't agree with, like trans rights, and um, all yeah. that. She also revealed like Dumbledore's gay. She was trying there to retcon a, like, a lot of her old, like yeah. her writing. I think she was just kind of yeah, After like fact. I don't know. She was just kind of holding on to the Harry Potter a bit. In that regard, and then kind of said some just controversial things. Yeah, I remember something like that. It was like Not bi- that it's really biological men and women. She said, "I'd you'd have to pull up the quotes." Yeah, but um, I think it all started when she started claiming that Dumbledore is gay, which I think is fair enough. Do what you want, but then then she it kind of spiraled and she started claiming a lot of other things, right. and then it turned into this whole trans battle, like J.K. Rowling versus like LGBT. Yeah, I thought that was something. something. And then, um... Controversy about something. Yeah. yeah. That's an old pop culture segment. Yeah, no, From the podcast oh, yeah, five yeah. years ago. No, I, I just... I was just... Like, I knew there was something, but I just wanted to be refreshed on what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that Jay from Inbetweeners is another good example That's of someone so who true. just can never see... Doesn't... Well, we talked about no, there was like the podcast. No, there was, like, meant to be an image... There's, like, an image where reboot, like, American version, but, like... Oh, yeah, it's dog shit, though, It failed it? so hard. yeah. Weren't we talking about Jay's source of income, though? Like, yeah, I think like, Sam was telling us this. Yeah, Sam, you were talking about, Jay, like, the guy from Inbetweeners. He yeah. now, like, he obviously is a very famous face, probably yeah. not going to break out into the acting scene again. No. But what he does is he has this, like, account on, like, um, what's, what's the app called? It's like a... You basically pay celebrities to film a video for you. And yeah. Then cameo, it's called. Cameo, yeah. And they'll send you a video, a personalised video. And so, like, he just gets heaps of message requests yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah, For him to play the, like, Jay character. Yeah. And then send them a... Send He's going to play that character until he dies. <laughs> yeah, he will. But, I mean, he's making enough money. Have we spoken it. about it on the podcast before? We haven't. Well, it's not on the podcast, so. but we have spoken about it. Because I, I remember watching a video of his that I, I think I showed you guys where... He says, um, like, that he'll, like, walk down the street. Yeah, I've definitely said this. He'll, like, walk down yeah. the street. And, like, people will be like, oh, it's Jay from Inbetweeners. And, like, he never gets, like, like there's n- never really any negative criticism towards him. It's always just, like, people are just always happy to see him. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's just a human being that when he walks down the street, people are just happy to Brings see him. Brings joy to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, that perfect, like, we're talking about how it's a really good level of fame where it's, yeah. like... You're not going to be surrounded by fucking paparazzi everywhere you go. No. But, like, every time you do get attention just about, it's all it's almost always positive. And it's just, like, people are just like, oh, my God, like, you know, it's Jay from in between us. Yeah. Exactly. Do you reckon there's been, like, a time and where... never be viewed as, like, anyone else. Do you reckon there's, like, been a time where whoever plays... I think his name's James Buckley. Like, yeah. he, he'll go down, yeah, yeah. go down the street, drive past the bus stop, yell out bus wankers. Every, like, everyone will get, like, pissed off immediately and then they realise that it's actually... It's actually Jay the guy. Said that. <laughs> the guy who invented the quote, and you just have to sit there and go, that was actually pretty amazing. <laughs> but yeah, in that video, he also says that he like is really happy with like the happy fact that that happens. Like yeah. how, how it 
works out for him. Like, yeah. people are just happy to see him and he loves that. I've also yeah. sent a clip where I see he wouldn't want his kids to watch the show. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fucking <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, the tweet that got, caused all the controversy for JK Rowling, this was in um, June 7th, 2020. If yeah, sex, so it wasn't that long. Yeah, it? my bad. If sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. It isn't hate to speak the truth. And Interesting. Then, and then Interesting. she also disagreed, like, there was a sign that said, like, people who menstruate instead of, like, and, like oh, using yeah. inclusive language, like, um, um, for, like, people who have periods, instead of using the word woman, they, the sign said people who menstruate, and then J.K. Rowling disagreed with the sign. Yeah. And then all of this backlash became... It's not like she needs any more money anyway, though. She'd be like a billionaire. Yeah, she'd she, be sure. I think, yeah, I read something that like the Harry Potter books and like, there was like a random household item as well that they put in this article were the two most like bought products. One of the, one of the two most bought products worldwide was this book series and like, I don't know, like a coffee mug or something, like something equivalent to that. Yeah, it's like just itself. like crazy. Like just, a toaster or something. Yeah. Just like, yeah, anyway. Three hours and 10 minutes. We've done it. We've done it. Well, well it may well, not be. May not be. By the time they're listening to you say three hours and ten minutes, it's almost... Could be the three hour, like two minutes. Yeah, probably true. They'll, we'll I'll just cut, cut that out. Of it anyway. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be two hours, 55. Uh, anyways, um, did anyone have anything else to say? Nah. I think we've... Um, we've, we've said it all. We've pretty well covered what yes. we've wanted to cover, I would say. Yeah. I think, um, although it feels like a long time ago... The soul sentences victory was quite quite a good. <laughs> well done, guys. Soul sentences was good, and uh, our question game victory was pretty sweet too. <laughs> also, feels like a long time ago now. Uh, um, but yeah, I think our uh, episode twenty ep- uh, special three hour special. True, hopefully, true. it's three hours. I don't know, but yeah, I think it's been great. It I has. think we've we've done well. We have and Definitely. podcast on, my brothers. Exactly. Closing thoughts, don't pick a fight with a cat. We all know that now. Yeah. Uh, because Sam, Sam will defend them to the end of the earth. <laughs> and chihuahuas. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Any last thoughts? Whoopah!